just have It's game time. Let's roll for initiative. Well, hello there, kids and cadets. Welcome to the FSF Podcast. This is our monthly live stream of the Star Wars RPG. Uh, this is actually the 21st edition of this game. This is our 21st session. Uh, so far, we have all survived. Mostly. Yeah. That was only mostly dead. Uh, I mean, Ralph's technically alive. He's still a carbonite. Yeah, they're, Ralph's still he's, frozen he's like, in carbonite. <laughs> hey, coffee table alive is still alive. He's a shake weight. Good point. But, you know, whatever. Uh, no. No. So we're all very excited to get down to business here uh, and roll some dice. But before we do that and put our lives in, uh, our characters' lives in danger, shall we say, uh, let's introduce our squad of nerds, the people who are here sharing the screen with us. Oh, goodness gracious. Well, you know what? It's been 21 sessions. I think maybe we know who they are. I don't know. Anyway, welcome, everybody, and welcome our GM, John Moss. Hi. How's it going? I'm terrified. You should be. Yet, right before we went live, our beloved, ever so glorious, would never kill us GM was talking about Darth Vader. Level 19. Uh, yeah. Four. You guys are still a couple years old. No, I didn't like that you were doing a a uh, level check on us and comparing it to Darth Vader. That's where the problem came in. Well, yeah, because it's mathematically impossible for you to hit him right now. You're mathematically impossible. Hey, everybody crits. True. Everyone does crit. <laughs> Speaking of everyone crits, uh, Sam Nielsen! Woo! Hi, you're also here, growing up Hi. Skywalker. I am here. Yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, if you haven't caught on by now, we love Sam, and uh, we love growing up Skywalker, and he has his awesome partner, Anna, uh, and they do some great, great Star Wars review. Hi, Anna! Uh, just in case she's watching. Yeah, it's just in the other room. Yeah, so. Uh, but anyway, hey, so we're going to talk a little bit more about this later on in the episode when we preview this week's upcoming uh, uh, episode release, interview release. But coming up on the 13th of January, this upcoming Saturday, there's a very important uh, event called Trek Talks. Now, we're here for Star Wars tonight, but this is an awesome opportunity. If you're a fan of Star Trek, which, you know, at this point, really, who isn't? But this is an awesome opportunity. Uh, if you want to find out more about it, please go to the website that's shown right there on the screen, trektalks.net. You'll be able to find out everybody who's on the show. It's uh, to benefit the Hollywood Food Coalition, and it's a wonderful charity. Uh, and this, this event is being brought to us by Trek Geeks, uh, uh, Roddenberry Podcast, and trekmovie.com. Please go check out trektalks.net. Follow Trek Talks. Donate to the Hollywood Food Coalition. It's an amazing cause. And like I said, we'll talk a little bit more about that later on in the episode. But that's a, a good little teaser for later. Yes. So with that, I mean, we don't have much else to do but to get started. So do you mind? Here we go.
Hopefully. <laughs> oh, no. Tonight's yes. anxiety is brought to you by Monkey Cult Coffee. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite way to start a weekend. Oh. <laughs> could be worse than that. Okay. It definitely could be worse. Oh, goodness. Because. Like coffee, John sometimes chooses evil and chooses anxiety instead of energy. But Monkey Cult Coffee, your source for artisan and flavored coffees like toasted coconut rum, bourbon, chocolate chip, and their newest flavor, golden honey agave. Whole bean options are also available if you're one of those fancy people who likes to grind your own beans. Anyway, use code FSF10 at checkout. You want to know what grinds my beans? John. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, Lordy. Grind beans and burns biscuits. And I actually have iced golden honey, a golden agave in here right now. Uh, and it is amazingly good iced. Oh, it's good normal, the, even better iced. We got the bourbon chocolate chip and oh, it yeah. is fantastic. Right? Okay, so you guys need to get some of the, the honey golden agave. Mix it together. Ooh. Do a little, do a little, you know, mad scientist in the kitchen making your coffee. Holy Stupid good. It's like you know, a honey bourbon. It's just, ugh. I have to say, though, that what actually impressed me the most with the Monkey Cult coffee is that my mother-in-law, who is adamant that she does not like flavored coffee, loves the bourbon hot, the bourbon chocolate chip. Hmm. Hmm. Sounds nice. It's, it's oh. delightful. All right, John, lead us to our doom. Yeah, what are we up to? I have no recollection of the previous month. It's like it's a different year. You have no recollection of this place. Yeah. Played since last year. What? Yeah, watch it with those dad jokes, Mister. Yeah, it's been a whole like... year since we tried to do this. Yeah. All right. So when last you left off, you had managed to lose the trail of the Black Sun leader, whose name you never officially got. Although in the private chat, I saw that you guys figured it out. Yeah, we didn't need it. Oh, hang on. Let me. So, at least according to the, the there audience, we go. You uh, you left Cato Nemoidia, and now you're receiving a transmission. Okay. okay. Hmm? What is the transmission? I'm so glad you asked. Tortuga, this is Pivot. We have an assignment. We're calling to talk to you about your your ship's extended warranty. They are calling weapons facility Alpha. Infiltrate the facility and secure schematics for any and all possible Imperial projects. If necessary, inflict collateral damage to impede the production of Imperial weapons and transmission. Do you need me to replay it? Can we get a repeat on that, please? Sure. Yeah, it was Tortuga, very quiet. This is Pivot. We have an assignment for you. Proceed to the Simoon system. On Moon Simoon 1, the Empire has constructed a facility they are calling Weapons Facility Alpha. Infiltrate the facility and secure schematics for any and all possible Imperial projects. If necessary, inflict collateral damage to impede the production of Imperial weapons and transmission. Okay, that sounds great. This sounds like my kind of thing. Go in and shoot first, ask questions later, blow some yep. stuff up. Yeah. I have one, uh, one thermal detonator left, so let's make this happen. Dude, I think sure. we all have several thermal detonators. We have, like, crates. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I like forgot about the crates. I yeah, forgot about you, the crates because I the one that I holds. had on my, my little hip belt thingy. Yeah, just go down to the cargo hold. We have like I I have not yet organized the gun racks, but needless to say, there are multiple gun racks 
of looted weapons. <laughs> so, just so I'm clear, the mission, if we choose to accept it, is go to this facility, maybe get schematics, or just destroy it. Or both. Little column A, little column B. Mostly column C. Yeah, get so... Blow it up, run away. Well, we need to download the schematics and possibly blow it up. So if there's a way to download the schematics without blowing it up, then they'll keep making the same stuff and it's easier to blow it up, possibly. Depends on how good the schematics are. I think or, we should probably blow it up anyway, though. Or we just blow it up. When in doubt, blow it up. Importantly, ladies and gentlemen, pillage, then burn. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yes, yes. Okay. Pillage, the good stuff, then annihilate. So, okay. Oh, all right. All right. So what's your course of action? Uh, where is this location we are sent? Do we have, like, coordinates? Yeah, someone was in the Corellian. Uh, oh. Okay, well, Corellia is nice and busy, so let's pull up, mm -hmm. uh, get our bearings, maybe do some sneaky stuff to figure out an entry. And make it happen. There's no time limit on this, so let's figure it out. But we might be able to do a cool, I don't know, daring raid, drop scurvy at a torpedo inside like a scout port. We've had dumber ideas. We absolutely have. Yeah. I I mean, I, I've had some really dumb ideas. It's tough to top sometimes. And yet, I mean, so considering our last runaway operation, I mean... This doesn't seem nearly as bad. We're not attempting to kill Palpatine this time. I mean, as far that as... That we know of. <laughs> yeah, that we know of. We are going to Corellia, one of the biggest shipyards. Yeah. We didn't know we were going to try and kill uh, Palpatine before either, so, you know, that kind of uh, just fell into our lap. All right. Yeah, I say we head to, to Corellia and go inspect. Okay. Sounds great. What was who was the transmission from though? Pivot, 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 pivot. There's fulcrum, axis, pivot. On the podcast, Otto asked me what the difference between a, a fulcrum and an axis is, mm -hmm. and I was like, technically, just your coordinate reference system, <laughs> mm -hmm. which is a it's a funny answer. All right, well, let's. Uh, and I'm recycling it for you guys. So speaking of recycling, let's go find some. Uh, let's go find a, a bar and maybe recycle some people into information. Yeah. Nice segue. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And where are you looking for this bar? It's a beer. Well, in Corellia, because it is a uh, shipyard system, I'll bet that there's like an iron workers local, and we can go in and get to know what's going on. Okay. Uh, and we can dress up like iron workers. Okay. I I think that might have to be some of you that get to do that. Uh, hey. Because you have a, a big droid and a Wookiee that on an Imperial controlled planet might look out of yeah. place. Scurvy, not only are you recognizable as a B2, but you insist on carrying around a coffin-sized box around a honestly not that huge gun on your shoulder, so... It looks cool, plus I can store things in it, and I take the, the box off of my massive turret in the back, and it's just filled with tools. I love that the B2 battle droid is worried about it looking cool. That's my favorite bit. 
Okay, yeah. I mean, they're wearing parachute pants and a and a pirate hat. Yeah. Also, ever since that incident on, I don't even remember what planet he's had a bad heat sink. So, let's, <laughs> all he worries about is being cool. Fair enough. Uh, all right. Well, what are uh, what's Face and Knuckles doing instead? Then while uh, Clone <laughs> Face and I go into the Iron Workers <laughs> local. I'm <laughs> Face. Sorry. Wait, wait. You're going to be the face of an Imperial world? No, we're hiding. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, either we stick with the ship or I we can try and, like, remotely access security information of this place. Maybe. I am pretty good with computers. <laughs> As am I. Well, why don't, why don't you guys do that and we'll go uh, to the Iron Workers Bar. So wait, are you going on Corellia or are you were you going to Psy Moon One? The actual How, uh, the, the, the moon itself. Is the actual location like an interdicted zone or is it like normal? It, it's a a separate location. It's in the same sector, but Okay. But, but, it, but it's not like a it's not is this like a normal planet or is this like a one hundred percent imperial controlled military based planet? Um yeah, that'll determine. It is an imperial-held world. Would it be something that somebody with galactic lore would know? Yes. Should I roll for it? You could. <laughs> you had ten. Ten? Yes. Seems, seems safe. That's your total? Yes. Okay. We're just going to be happy that I have a plus eight. <laughs> Ow. Hey, everybody rolls twos. Mm -hmm. I think this seems I like mean, a good time for. Yeah. yeah. Technically, uh, yes. Do I almost threw my dice on the floor. Uh, I mean, we have knowledge of tactics. Would that also help in figuring out if this is a strongly controlled planet? Not at the moment, no. Um, oh, okay. As you come out of hyperspace, though, you receive an automated message. Uh oh Deviate from your approved flight path, and you will be obliterated. Welcome to the Corellian Industrial Cluster. Welcome to Simon One. Mm. Okay, cool. I mean, that's pretty normal. It's just automated. They, they send you a, a, you know, course to land on. All right. Land on the moon, and yep. then. Uh, Ted and I will take some mechanics outfits instead of full-on Mandalorian armor, and go be on. Uh, go go find the bar. Okay. John, this is a you question. What RPG books are you using for this campaign? We're using the old 2007 Saga edition, which even Sam Wilber will tell you is an amazing game. There so. you go. For our Facebook user, that is uh, the 2007 version Saga Edition. There, there is a very handy wiki that you can find online that covers almost all the rules and a lot of homebrew content that can get you in a lot of trouble real quick, but it's fun. So, you're welcome. <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right. So, Sam, what were we doing? We're going down to the planet, and what do I, what am I shooting? Uh, not much. What we're gonna do is we're going to find out. 
Uh, who's working where? We're going to apply them with drinks. We're going to see if we need to roll some people for their credentials. Uh, we're going to see what kind of security is on there. So we're going to be just talking shop with these guys. So you can lean into your security knowledge and be like, oh, man, I hate working in these like high security zones. And these people be like, oh, but it's not that high security. Or, oh, yeah, I know. And then we'll, you know, infer... Uh, what's going on, and I'll use my mechanical wizardry to also talk with them and maybe find us like, oh man, I was working on this project on Cata Nemoidi or on Corellia, and they didn't cover the ducts with this. It's just completely crazy, and maybe that way we'll find it in as well. So we're going to spend a couple hours chatting with these guys using our respective knowledges to learn weaknesses in their system and play it cool. All right, so I'm using, I'm assuming, knowledge tactics for that? That'd be a smart move. Okay. But it's all up to John. Yeah. John looks like he's so surprised by the train. He's like, I didn't know there was a train track here. No, that's the um, the shift change whistle. So you have a bunch of guys just coming off work and they're heading oh. to the Totally bland. I had that. Uh, <laughs> While right. they're out and about uh, doing the social aspect of this, I think I'm just going to stay in the ship and kind of like poke the security defenses uh, from the electronic aspect. Going to be not trying to break in, but just test their their firewalls, basically. Okay. Oh, okay. And, and Udex and I are going down. We're not in, like, I'm not wearing my Mando armor. We're wearing, like, worker gear, right? Like, you know, like a outfit or just regular clothes. These are definitely clean of bloodshots, and I've covered the blaster marks with, like, patches. Perfect. So, okay. Yeah. Sometimes we loot people, and, like, I freeze dry them, and it's just a whole freaking thing because it's, like, easier, you know. Excellent. Okay. And let me just fix your. Uh, all right, you're Ted, and I'm Udex. All right, we're good to go. All right. So, as you approach the uh, social establishment, it's kind of a quiet one. There's no music playing. You know, just a little bit of a murmur of people talking quietly at their tables. You know, tired from a long day at work, as is to be expected. And as you walk in, they'll kind of look at you with the... We've all been in a small town and walked in someplace where it's all regulars, right? Mm -hmm. You know, like when you first moved to Alaska and everybody's like, who is this guy? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Just Wouldn't know. <laughs> Wouldn't know. Ben would have to leave his house for that. <laughs> Why would he go outside? There are people out there. Oh, I don't want to do there that. There are people out there, and I'm not a fan of it. And so after a moment of absolute silence, everybody just goes back to what they were doing. And you notice there's one table off to the side. Nobody's sitting at yet. But there's well, also seats open at one of the larger tables. All right. Well, let's order a couple drinks uh, for some people and go sit down at one of the larger tables and make some friends. Deal. Okay. 
they're just kind of sitting there, and as you approach, they sort of look at you. And... Can we help you? Yeah, we're uh, we're new in town, and just uh, just finding where everything is, and and working on the newest projects. But you know, just just transferred over from Corellia on as uh, well. You know how it is. A project we can't talk about, but rest assured, I'm Udex. This is Ted. We've uh, we've been around the block a couple times, know our way around the tools. So uh, we've got a couple days before our shift starts officially, but we got some transfer orders early. So figured we'd settle in, make some friends, figure out you know where the head is and who the you know who to piss off and who not to piss off and how. Oh, that's important. No, no matter where you go, come on, sit down. Yeah. Most uh, importantly, we know our way around a bar. <laughs> you know that 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 that's very helpful. All right. So uh, yeah. Well, I'm Tech. Hi, Tech. Uh, I'm, I'm the crew chief here. Uh, do you know which which team you're assigned to yet? You know, orders are lost in the mail still. So we figured we know which planet we're going to, and we get there sooner. I hear you. You know, the Empire's all about efficiency, right? Well, it it trickles down. <laughs> oh yeah. Hey, uh, any gestures to the bartender for like two for you guys? Yay! Free drinks. Oh, so how long were you on Corellia? Uh, Ted, you were there for like a little bit less than time than I was. So I was there for about. Four years, all told. I was working on um, Imstar ones for a while during the retrofitting, and then moved on to smaller stuff. Uh, some of the, you know, just picket ships and stuff. They need a little bit more of a fine touch, but mostly it was just they needed them. So doing a lot of basic ship working stuff until we got pulled for some special projects, and that was when Ted joined because he's got a background in special projects. So uh, yeah, all right, all right. And, uh, okay. Can, can you make a persuasion roll for me? Oh, boy, probably not. Both of us or just him? Uh, just Udex. Good, because he's the one doing all the talking. talking. I'm doing all the talking. Does a, uh, does a 22 mean anything? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean... That's impressive. It's, it's been a while since we've had somebody who's actually skilled come through here. Oh, is this one of those places? Well, no, no. It's just, uh, you know, a lot of the work here is automated. So when uh, when we get somebody who actually knows what they're doing, it's it's usually because we really need them. Well, orders are orders. Well, well, the last, uh, last couple places we've been to are mostly automated, too. So that's yeah, no big deal. We can work with both. Okay. All right. So you got no problem working around droids? Nope. No. No. Droid. No. <laughs> We're very familiar with droids. It's not a big deal. Okay. <laughs> I was having a snack and trying to be decent to people, and they were making fun of me. <laughs> yep. Correct. Yeah, well, uh, well, yeah. I mean, if you don't know what team you're signed on, you don't know what barracks you're in yet. So we'll have to see if we can figure that out for you. Um, tell you what, after a couple of drinks, after some dinner, we'll we'll see if we can get you to the the uh, 
quartermaster's office, get you all squared away. How does that sound? Sounds great. Sounds oh, wonderful. Jumping back to the ship. Edna, what are you up to? I was just about ready to order a glass of hoof. <laughs> What's Edna up to? Yep. Crocheting. Crocheting? I don't know. Okay. She's obviously watching the computers. Okay. Stuff. Wookie stuff. Wookie stuff. <laughs> Is that wood carving or macrame? <laughs> Obviously, yes. macrame. Why not both? <laughs> macrame with wood. Okay. So scurvy. Hi. You were going to be checking some of the databases and seeing what you could find, right? Yes. Okay. Do you want to try rolling for that? Do or do not. There is no try. I have to move my plate of food out of the way because I don't have enough space on this table. <laughs> That's an eight plus some stuff. Where's my... This used computer check is brought to you by TCT, where fandom meets fashion, Star Wars, Marvel, Sasquatch, Doctor Who, Star Trek, and more. All available in perfectly unique and nerdy designs. Use code <laughs> FSF15 at checkout. <laughs> I'm really having far too much fun just randomly. <laughs> I was not prepared for that. I was looking for something else. I... You told me TCTs was going last, you liar. I did. To keep you I on would... your toes, old man. Michigan okay. Available at TCTs. And what's your number, Ben? <laughs> 22. Zeva <laughs> plus 14. Alright. So what were you looking for? Uh, I'm mainly prodding the defenses of the security system, just trying to see if there is a weakness that I can get better access with. Uh, Are you just virtually just so, realistic? Basically. I like it. I, I mainly want to have an entry point when we do try and get all the stuff that we need, rather than try and search for one while we're getting shot at. Okay. Figuring um, that stuff out before we get shot at is probably a good idea. The main thing you come away with is like a generic map of the facility. I mean, it doesn't tell you exactly what's being built in any particular area, but you get the idea that, you know, this is fabrication, assembly, fine detail, and shipping in four different directions. Got it. I mean, that still gives us a little bit more than we had. Because uh, anything is more than nothing. Ted and Udex, I'm assuming you took some kind of data pad and or something that I can send this to you. Yeah, I'm sure we have a communicator and I'm sure we have a small data pad with us. Yeah. I'm, okay. I'm going to... I'm, I'm, seeing, I'm seeing these as like cargo pants and I can put stuff in the side pockets. So. I, I send the, the map to them. That way they have it. Okay. His outfit has pockets. Lucky boy. Ted just gets a text. <laughs> Ted's pants are vibrating. Hi. <laughs> Is it a text <laughs> message? Or are you happy to see that beer? Yes. It's the potatoes. <laughs> oh, no. Are there imperial potatoes that are going to make him sing? I hope not. Imperitots. 
Oh boy. Oh, all right. Oh, but I mean, come on. If Ted got drunk, that could be enough of a, a distraction to steal the schematics. <laughs> you guys, how quickly a, a, a clone can get drunk? You know, do they have uh, lower uh, alcohol resistance? I mean, it's, it's not just that, but keep in mind that this bar probably only represents like one shift. And if they have shifts, that means there's probably one going now. Mm -hmm. So any distraction we make in the bar is probably not going to cause a distraction elsewhere. I was just hoping for a song mm -hmm. and dance. Well, it is that kind of bar. So presumably one musical number later as we were playing, you know, drums with mugs and stuff and making friends I, and I doing a so, friend finding montage. I am not a bard. Yeah, but you're strong and a good shot. And so you're like flinging, you know, screwdrivers into the dartboard, like bullseyes and stuff. He's guessed know? on. Yes, exactly. <laughs> no. <laughs> Drink shots like Farmer Ted does. A <laughs> and we sing nothing else so that we don't control. There you go. Yes. Uh, while looking into the, the computer stuff, I'm assuming I can see that most of the operation is automatic. Actually, no. No? Oh, so I don't know that. Never mind. Well, either you don't know it or you see something different. Make a second use computer check. Oh, boy. Okay. I, I verify this because... Uh, 26. 26. Uh, yeah, you you actually figure out, looking at the schematic, that there are a lot of spaces for workers there where allegedly there wouldn't be if this was an automated facility. Hmm. That's the specials. Hmm. I kind of ping all the, the crew quarters on the map that I sent Ted. Suspicious the um, there are a it's lot. Also, of, hmm? Sorry, it's also me and Edna don't know that it's specifically like stated that it was all automated, right? Right. But so I, there are a yes, lot sir. more crew quarters than there would be for you know a droid run facility. Yeah, so I just ping all the crew quarters and just little message pops up in the mini-map of just bloop. lots of personnel on the base. Bloop, bloop. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right. I'm not checking my emails while we're uh, undercover, so yeah. yeah. But thank you. All right. So after a couple of drinks and, you know, some spicy potatoes and maybe some potato soup. Potatoes. Because potatoes grow pretty much everywhere. Right? Potatoes. Uh, yes um, and no. <laughs> there was a one time in Ireland, but anyway. Until you need them to. Mm. Anywho. So it, all right. All right. So I'm feeling better. Let's go to the quartermaster and see if we can get you boys squared away. 
Beautiful. Let's do that. Is uh, it, so what have we learned about this guy tech? He's a foreman? Yeah. He's a foreman. He's been here for about five years. Oh, wow. He knows his stuff. Yeah. Have we learned anything from him, like which shifts he's on and which, um, like, so he says it's an automated factory. Is it, like, high security? Is it low security? Do they have, like, break-ins? Do they have animal attacks? What's going on? What are they no, working no on? Break-ins, no animal attacks. But security's a little snug. Um, they are making things specifically for the Imperial military. What are they working on? Big stuff, small stuff? A little bit of everything. Okay. Depends on which wing you're assigned to. So, I mean, nothing like capital ship scale. But, you know, there's some fighters being made. There's some walkers getting made. Some special projects. So if it's all getting made in different places, do the teams rotate around? Or is it just like uh, people working on like one thing and that's their whole that's their whole life here? Usually one thing. You know? Okay. Yeah, we, uh, we get them good at, w at what they're doing. And then we keep them there. And we work them till they can't work. Oh, boy. You know, and sometimes we got to specialize, and unfortunately, we got to be a little speciesist. Speciesist, that's a hard word. It is when you drink that much. My goodness. So, uh, you know, we save a lot of the heavy lifting for the Wookiees. That happens, you know, yeah. it makes sense. Uh, so, are you guys changing projects a lot, or is it like, is this because? We still don't know what we've been assigned to yet. We're saying this in a drunken escapade, but I'm like, yeah, we've worked on all these things. So like, right. what are we likely to get assigned to? Or, or who are we getting? Is there like a special projects team that just troubleshoots that we're going to get called uh, to? You know, there are a couple special projects teams. There are a few shift teams that uh, I never get to talk to because uh, what they're working on is just a little too uh, classified for most people to know about. But you would know this because of all the work you've done. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. So, yeah. We'll go talk to Quartermaster on duty, and he'll get you squared away with where you got to be and who you're working with. Um, you sure we should be doing this? We've been drinking quite a bit. I mean, we're not scheduled to show up for another two days. I'm pretty hoofed. Yeah, but you got to have a place to fall down after, you know, whatever was in that glass you just drank. Yeah, yeah. No one drinks like Ted, no one. Anyway. See, I told you we were going to do a song and dance number. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, one. Let's, try to, let's try to get out of showing up at the boss drunk and... Uh, and okay. then we'll meet up later. And if we can get a name of someone who's on the special team, uh, then we'll try to get that as well. All right. All right. So let's see here. You're going to have to persuade him a little bit. Okay. Any boosts for uh, impeccable backstory? Sure. 
Uh, let's see. I can. Oh dear. Well. Uh, well, I think he might have seen through because I got a seven, and it, it technically could be worse. Okay. So, all right. So, but I'm gonna try and, and double down on his story with a percent. Uh, um, a persuasion roll. Okay. Because, you know. I can just say, well, you know, hey, he's a little, a little sauced up tonight. You know, just we, we just came from the bar, because mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um, clearly, he's not thinking right. So, you're not thinking right. Your mom's not thinking right. Go. All right. I have four kids, so probably not. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's see. I got eight. I love you, mom. Twenty-six for persuasion. Hey. Oh. Apparently, oh. I'm just talking out my ass. <laughs> Since he got a five, you, you it was a seven. A seven. Oh, oh. <laughs> I got a solo one. Oh, he got a five. Hey. So yeah, he's totally blown away. Like that is the smartest thing I've heard all day, Ted. Um, yeah, we're we're gonna do things your guys' way. You can uh, you can just crash. You know, I, I'm sure we got an extra bunk somewhere. You guys can find, and we'll we'll just put you there till till we got the right person to talk to. Sounds great. I know that we've already talked about this one tonight, but since you guys both need to sober up, I think you could go for a cup of Monkey Cult coffee. <laughs> <laughs> and I won't be doing that because Monkey Cult coffee is currently watching our live. Hello. Yeah, they're on oh, our live. Hello. 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 <laughs> what better way to sober up than the cup? Of cult in your, yeah, a cup of cult. <laughs> Their drinkingness is contagious. <laughs> Clearly. Wow, but yes, use code FSF10 for 10% off your order. Wow. Don't pay me. MonkeyCultCoffee.com. Yep. And even around the holidays, they ship super fast. Just saying. They do. Yeah. I love. That's one of the things I love about them. And, oh, you know, story. iced coffee is really good. Just saying. All right. So, yeah, they, they find you a place to crash for the night. Awesome. And, uh, wow. Hey, hey, the coffee. Dude, uh, it's seriously phenomenal coffee. Mm -hmm. All right. So, with all that, maybe we can also uh, <laughs> put a listing device or something inside the bunks. But that'll oh. be our that'll be our game plan here. So, John, they said that they have monkeys more on the clock. That's why their shipping is so fast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all I can think of is like two orangutans like looking at each other, or not, not or chimpanzees rather, and like. <laughs> okay, so seriously though, but then we have a problem because chimpanzees are apes, not monkeys. Yeah. Anyway, so Kathleen's done for the night. <laughs> I was half a second from also making the same comment. So, <laughs> okay. So, back to what we were doing. Nobody knows. No, we're interrupting the game to talk about the difference between apes and monkeys. Let's have a philosophical discussion on game night. It's not a philosophical discussion, it's scientific fact, Timothy. Yeah, it's your science. I don't have to believe your science. <laughs> I'll be my own science. Reject your science to substitute my own. Is, yeah. that, is that why we have science? On Instagram, <laughs> on Instagram, Monkey Cult says, "Great, now we have to now we have to change the company name." <laughs> or just 
put tails on them. <laughs> no, just ignore the the big dumb bearded guy who doesn't know <coughs> monkeys and apes. No, excuse me. The big dumb bearded ape that doesn't know the difference between monkeys and apes. The Beardalorian. Thank you very much. <laughs> All right, so um, chaos. We're, we're gonna try to wake Your up early after. Up oh no! Sorry, Josie. What was that, Sam? We're gonna try to wake up early and get out of this bunk after <laughs> implant, like putting a like a bug somewhere and escape <laughs> off. Okay, just audio only? Uh, sure. Okay. Honestly, I'll put something together. I'm sure one of these people has a pair of shoes or something that I can turn into a listening device. Just the shoe phone. <laughs> oh, wait, wait. So you're going to try to MacGyver one? No, we're no, I have one in my pocket, but I remember that halfway as I wake up slightly hungover. Like, oh, no, I brought that. Here we go. A listening device. <laughs> If you're trying to make one, we're going to have some fun. Ah, it'd be fine. Just a can and some string. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, sometimes right. the old technology works the best. It does. Like a mile-long piece of string goes all the way from the bunk to the ship. Alright, so as we bounce out of this, we will read our messages, because I was not reading messages while on a mission. <laughs> And learn that uh, apparently it is actually mostly. <laughs> it is actually Sorry. mostly automated or not automated. Correct. No, okay. Uh, and then based off of the shifts we see, and the uh, did you download any information about shifts? Maybe we can track down who the hotshot troubleshooters are. Cross correlate that with the names we got from tech, and find someone whose permissions we need to duplicate. Did I discover when the shift changes? Yeah, the horn came by. You heard it on John's computer. That was one change. Has it changed since? Well, no, the train hasn't come back yet. <laughs> but probably because, you know, we, we slept all night in, in barracks. But now we're meeting up for breakfast again with you guys. Did you get up to anything else last night? I'm working on a hat. Yeah, did you <laughs> make, make another roll there, Scurvy? Edna's just been watching the camera. That is a 29. I keep okay. going up by threes. Okay. Right. So you do yeah. actually get a decent list of like crew chiefs and you know shift responsibilities. No specific details on what's being built, but definitely. See, you said 29. Yeah. Definitely the, the organizational structure of who's working when and where. Okay. Okay. So I ping that to their devices. Yeah, no, we've met up with you guys at the breakfast now. Uh, oh, there you go. Yeah. So, uh, in this organizational structure, here's mm -hmm. tech down at the bottom. Here's the shift crews that do. Um, Hey, I've heard of that guy. These are the shift crews that do the fancy work. And so what we can do is we can either spoof as them and get in and have like mechanics level access, or we can send Edna in to do that. And Ted and I become different people and go and actually, 
and scurvy and we go roll the um like leader of this organization take his credentials and spoof him actually let's just all do that if we know who's running this facility let's just roll him and take his credentials and pretend to be him i like that plan yeah as long as he's a easily matched person age no i mean no we do it the I mean, imperial all we style need is a, we just need code cylinders and if anyone asks, we shoot them and be like, no, I'm Commandant, you know, Fancy Snoot or whatever. Uh, it's Overseer Agadine. Yeah, see, something stupid like that. It's not Gerald Snufflebottle? <laughs> so, Overseer <laughs> Aberdeen, I concur. So, Overseer Aberdeen, or Aberdeen? Hunson uh, Abadir? Easy for you to say. Abadabadabada. A-G-G-A-D. Okay. Well, uh, let's really people easier names. <laughs> it's a space name. All right. So what we're going to do is we're going to go to this guy's, uh, house and take his, uh, code cylinders. And then we're going to be Imperial inspectors using his code cylinders to enter in and audit him. <laughs> Ah, wait, okay, so here's the plan. We go to his house, we get his code cylinders, we alter them enough to be his boss, we show up, we audit him, and then we take everything, and then we set a self-destruct, or we nuke it from orbit. I think Udex has had too much coffee. There's okay. a lot going on there. So if there's an Imperial presence here, there's, there's clearly there's stormtroopers nearby, right? It's not just an yeah. Imperial presence. Yeah, oh, oh, come on, you're the only one who can pretend to be a stormtrooper. I know that's what I'm saying. So I want to. Right. I'm, I'm asking if we, if there are stormtroopers nearby where I can steal a suit. Oh yeah, yeah. There, there's yeah. Imperial army. There's stormtroopers. There's. Yeah. All right. We got we got stormtrooper armor in the in the grab bag in the back. Do we? Oh, then I'm. It's in the dress up trunk. Yeah, it's in the dress up trunk. Yeah. <laughs> I'm. We killed a lot of stormtroopers. <laughs> Let's try and find ones without blaster holes. Has a hole, has a hole, has a hole. But no, the holes are all in different parts. So you just mix and match. I throw out all the parts with holes. There's like six good suits in there. They don't match super well, but there's like six good ones. All right. This is why the ship still goes the same speed. I'm busy back here, you guys. Yeah. Just make sure you find pants that fit. You'll be fine. I, I do want to say trying to steal... The overseer's identity while they're still here is going to be very difficult. Okay, well then we can steal his identity and then cease him from being on this plane of existence alive. <laughs> Thumbs up from, claws up from scurvy on murder. God, that sounds is acceptable. Great. Sounds great. The murder right, we'll bot, like, yes. Okay, so just, here's what we need. I just want to point that out because if he's still walking around that means they can go, hmm, where's my code cylinders? And, and we're messing with them. That could be very dangerous. Okay, so here, here's the here's the game plan then. Uh, Edna and Scurvy, you're in charge of sabotage, and Ted and I are in charge of being Imperial officers to go in and download all the information. So you guys are going to take uh, the plans and the Wookiee, the Wookiee is going to be dressed up as labor. The droid also is labor. And you guys are going to wander around with big crates of stuff that you're just going to leave in load-bearing places. Ted and I are, and all, well, first, all of us are going to go roll Hunts and Abadir. 
and we're going to take his stuff and his heartbeat. Then Should I'm going to be an Imperial officer. Yeah, hand, eyeball, face. What else does he have? Well, Probably the, just well, that. Grab one of each eye, because you know. Yeah, one of each eye. <laughs> How many does he have? <laughs> we don't even know. Yeah, we don't know what's this person's human. We don't, we don't know where they're, they're from at all. So one of each eye, definitely. Yeah. So we'll, <laughs> and so we're gonna we're gonna take him, and then we are going to be the new commandant or whatever. Uh, Ted's gonna be my. Uh, guard as he escorts me in there. We are going to download the stuff and we are going to leave. Scurvy and Edna are going to leave their crates behind. The crates are going to explode. We make out like bandits. We meet at the ship right after the op. So what we... about this group is I come up with like a four sentence pitch and you guys go to a world where there were never rails to begin with. I do yep. that. <laughs> the one who has absolutely no control of what's going on. And so, as you're renting here, Unix, with your plan and your idea and everything, I have this little crochet baby Yoda up on a shelf above my computer, and I'm just looking at it with the, help me, you're my only hope. Well, based off the information we have, go. based off the information we have, what are we, uh, is there anything we're missing as we've sat here on a coffee and bacon? Oh my, That's cute. That is adorable. Uh, we are missing so much. We are making this way more complicated than it needs to be. We could steal the codes or just steal the information and just overload the reactor and then the whole thing goes up anyway. We okay. don't need a 12-step plan to do it's two a, things. It's a three-step plan. And Scurvy, I am leaving the blowing up of the factory in your capable mandibles. It was more like eight step, but still. Yeah. But either way, guys, we have a guy to go murder, so let's go murder that guy and take his stuff. <laughs> Breaking the law. Breaking the law. Breaking the law. Uh, okay. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> All so, right. The, and the real, the real or time saver is that this guy actually lives at the factory. <laughs> he does not. In my, in my, oh, bummer. Oh, he doesn't. Not directly. No, I mean, come on. He, he's the overseer. He's not going to get his hands dirty. No. Sure. He has this. Is he at least? So we just is he at least like, on the same on the planetoid? Oh yeah. yeah he's on the moon. Does he have a penthouse overlooking the work zone? No, he's not even going to be that close to it. Are you kidding? on the opposite side of town. Yeah. So do we all want to go get these codes together? Yes. Yes. Squad. He might have guards okay, or something. So we're going to do this. We have a case full of pristine, almost entirely matched stormtrooper armor and an imperial uniform. And we're going to change clothes right after this and head right to the right to the factory and get the stuff. Before okay. any alarms go off, unless the alarms go off, in which case we got different problems. But so yeah, the person to get to it. Let's roll his house as a squad, and then we can go do what we need to do after that. But we got to go get the codes and stuff from him first before we can make it elsewhere. Mm -hmm. 
patrolling. Okay. So, as you're heading to that, are you taking a speeder or are you walking? Speeder. Why would we do? Why would we walk? Uh, how oh, far car. away is the house? I mean, it's the opposite side of town. That doesn't yeah. say much. Is it a big town, small town? Yeah, decent sized town. I mean, they've got like thirty thousand people here. So, how long would it take us to walk there? A while. Okay. Yeah. So no, we're taking a speeder. Or public transportation. I mean, we also have our ship. Well, yeah, but that's a little big. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, flight control is a little strict around here. So we just let's, take the bus. Okay. Let's just take the speeder. It's the fastest way to get this done. We can carry a few things on it. We can carry ourselves. Let's go. Yep. All right. Are all of us on one speeder? Do we have fit on one speeder? Do we have multiple speeders? You would I mean, if we have a big enough car. one. Yeah. Like Why am I just now imagining it like a Volkswagen camper van? It's a mystery machine. <laughs> I, I would be okay with us keeping the Volkswagen uh, speeder. We've definitely stolen enough speeders that we could probably get one. Yeah. Not really and clear. also, I mean, if not, this one is extremely unlocked. Or at least it will be. So, yeah. All right. All right. So you managed to commandeer a vehicle. It's a nautical term. Yeah. And uh, make your way over. Now, as you approach his basically compound, um, let's see here. Edna, can you give me a perception roll? I'm not a fan of you referring to this dude's house as a compound. Oh, it makes perfect it sense. Seem, it makes no. It it makes it seem like it has way too much security. No, this will be great. It, it's more stuff to blow up. Yeah. Twenty-five. Twenty-five. Okay. <laughs> nice. So, you notice a clear pattern in the uh, the patrols around his residence. Um. It is a combination of stormtroopers and KX series security droids. Oh boy! Aha. Droids, you say? <laughs> I would I liberate my brothers and sisters. I would undo I all of the work that scurvy does. No, don't do it. <laughs> Look, if we can get their security droids to unionize. <laughs> then they're not going to do everything that this boss wants because clearly they're not giving enough benefits or pay. Scurvy, you clearly haven't spent enough time inside a droid's internal processor and motivator to determine its needs, wants, and desires. They're like, especially the KX series, they're like small murder babies. You just gotta... They just love murder. They just love murder. They're, they're just these eight-foot-tall, hulking, gorilla-shaped murder babies. You just tell them to murder. murder they just love murder. Murder, baby. It's just fun to say. Hang murder, on. baby. Hang on. I got to load something in my screwdriver. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be great. <laughs> oh, no. I think Udax woke up and chose violence. Yes. Okay. Not even violence, just straight you, chaos. You, Udax is hungover. So he's like, I'm... I'm going to make everybody else feel the pain I am feeling. <laughs> Correct. Okay, but did you guys stop for like a greasy protein-based breakfast 
before. Yeah. No, no, we met at the diner this morning, and then we found out that this guy had, like he, he goes ship. home for a long siesta. So we're if you came to the ship, I had I was making Nerf steaks. We still have Nerf. And I, and I yeah, I had okay. A well, lot. that's where we had breakfast, and we we're on our way. Yes, we're on the speeder. We see that there is a. Um, we see that there's a pattern of the patrols. Do we want to disrupt the patrols? Probably should disrupt the patrols. Let's do that. Okay. How are you going to do that? I brought oh. a protein cube. A protein cube. Is, why is it clear? <laughs> That's weird. Don't eat that. Um, so what we should do is we should uh, abscond and waylay yes, she is. one of these patrols. Same diff. We should waylay one of these patrols okay. uh, with, with gunfire. And then what we'll do is Scurvy and I will scomp two of the KX droids and unleash them on the unsuspecting populace. And we'll set their murder from 11 to 14 and be right, like, baby. that away. Wow. And then they'll go disrupt the rest of the patrols. They'll be like, ah, the droids are going insane. And then we go, you know, ensuing chaos. Right, droids are going insane. Or... Or... If we immediately start a fight... We will be discovered, and then we can't do anything after that point. We'll have to run. Let's not immediately start a firefight. I'm not saying let's not start a firefight. Just not yet. Okay. That, that's step five. Let's get into the building first. Okay. Well, what's your game plan then, Scurvy? Hack into a droid. Make it think I am its superior. They will just let us in. That's the same as my plan, except you get to be in charge of a droid instead of them being free. <laughs> no, because you want them to just unleash hell. We're okay. not. Yeah, you're right. Look, wait. Quiet. We do it quiet. <laughs> All right, fine. We're doing it quiet. All right, so, so here's the game plan. my hands together. All right, all, right. all right, so here's the game plan. We are going to go waylay one of these patrols, and then we are going to convince, coerce, and commandeer these droids into being our escorts to walk us in. <laughs> yes, but stealthily and quietly. Do we so we don't immediately coerce? start a fight. Yep, all right, let's do it. Okay, so... I guess I gotta put on this stupid imperial uniform then. All right, let's go. That one's got a hole. That one's got a hole. I, that I, a... that's the. Those aren't where your legs go. Okay, oh, let me. Yeah. I need some. <laughs> <laughs> At least the Wookiee knows how to use. Clothes. <laughs> oh my gosh! This is why they discontinued the clones because it takes a Wookiee to tell them how to put pants on. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Our moms taught us manners. Gosh. You wear clothes one day a year, Wookie. If they're important that one day of year. True. Okay. So. <laughs> uh, okay. Oh, we're gonna go. We're gonna just that. boom, boom a patrol. Okay. Then Scurvy and I are going to uh, convince the KX droids that we are uh, actually supposed to be there and they should escort us up to the Commandant's office Okay. Uh, using all of their protocols. And also they should keep it on the down low and shouldn't tell anyone. All right. Ted, can you roll knowledge tactics for me? Me? Okay. 
Your name is Ted, isn't it? Well, I couldn't hear it. I also, have, uh, I also have tactics. Do you want me to roll two or no? Uh, sure. Just in case he bumps. Hold on. Got to get me. Do, 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 do. All right, so now there's that's twenty-six. Okay. Uh thirty-two. Right. How do you roll that good? I so rolled an eight and good. I have a plus fourteen. How do you even have a plus fourteen in something? Jeez, do I not have a plus fourteen? I got one that's higher than plus thirteen. And it's because I took skill expert. I've got one that's a plus fifteen that gives me a plus fifteen. So you okay over there? Yeah. Yeah. What is your problem? My microphone moved. Was yeah. nice Ability mod half level and trained. Wow. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, let's do it. Matt. Right. So you uh, you find a couple spots where the patrols are sort of isolated and out of view of anyone or anything else. So it'd be a good spot to jump them. Perfect. Let's do it. Me, me and Ted are going to be like behind a garbage can, just waiting for the for the patrol to come up. It, it, one of the locations is basically it, it's almost like an alley with a dumpster. Mm -hmm. There's a speeder yeah. partially blocking the entrance to it, but they're going through just to check the perimeter. Yeah. Great. So we're gonna we're gonna be like whoop, 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 whoop. somebody Zoidberg. <laughs> just uh, the, do it. They're gonna like do it. half step past us and just choke hold, bring him back. Yep, exactly. Quiet, quiet. Can and you? Scurvy, you're gonna also be on screwdriver duty with me. So mm -hmm. wait, are we, you're, you're choke holding a droid? I'm confused, but okay. No, no, no. So Edna and Ted okay. are choke holding the stormtroopers. Ah! It can be a lethal choke hold if you want. And Scurvy and I are gonna be scomping into the back of these things to convince them that reality is malleable. I just have the the image of uh, Edna standing back there behind in the dark, and when they come by, she's just like thump right on the head. <laughs> yeah. This unit is two stormtroopers and one droid. So, cool. perfect. Yeah. Time to get started. One of those stormtroopers happened to be Ted shaped. They're all Ted shaped. There you go. More or less. <laughs> all right. Just so we can get you a nicer. Uh, we'll get you shinier. One without holes in it. That's where your legs go. Without yeah, yeah, I forgot already. already. I forgot already. Okay, so group check. Everybody has to roll for stealth. Oh great. Stealth. Uh, Where's it rolling? Stealth. Oh crap. Oh, that doesn't. That does not bode well. What is that? Hey, all right. Oh, it's not bad. It's not bad. Right. Uh, twenty-two for me. Okay. Nineteen for me. Okay. Seventeen. Okay. We got a fifteen. Hey, but you know that's not bad for a giant droid wearing I, parachute pants and a pirate hat. And with only one volume setting. Alright, yes. so as far as you guys know, you're hidden. Oh boy. Yeah, good enough. Great. Love the caveatas as far as you know. Don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. Don't. Okay. So <laughs> level 19 Vader around the corner. <laughs> We're all dead. It's actually Vader's house. It's his vacation home. This is Mustafar no. 2, Electric Boogaloo. Nope. No. No, I'm not doing that to you tonight. You're not oh, tonight. Tonight, yeah, exactly. Oh, oh boy. All right. So, 
patrol starts walking by, and you, you hear the uh, the two stormtroopers talking about. Uh, so, did you see the, uh, the latest Holonet report about the what was going on out there on uh, Cato Nemoidia? Something about a, a fighting ring got broken up. Bonk. <laughs> so okay, so I let them go ever so slightly past us. Uh huh. And then Edna jumps out behind the stormtroopers okay. and does the oh yeah I heard about that and slams their heads together. All right, come. I just love the sound their heads make when you bop them together. <laughs> like a melee attack. I rolled a 17. Oh, hold on. That's what their heads sound like. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I don't remember how to do the rest of this now. <laughs> um, you rolled a 17? Yeah. All right. Well, that's good. Go ahead and roll. Um... That's more accurate. <laughs> 1d8 damage. 1d8? Mm-hmm. Plus your strength modifier. <laughs> what? It's like a little shrapnel of helmet all over the floor oh. and brain stain. 1d8. Hmm? 1d8 plus strength? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Wait. Seven. Seven. Okay. So, they hear the, the thunk sound. And what's happening... With everybody else while that proceeds? Uh, uh, the moment the thunk happens, I'm assuming the droid turns around, and that's when Scurvy pops up, puts the scomp port in to try and reprogram. Okay. All right. Uh, I'm also going to need you to make a melee attack to get that in there. <laughs> that is a natural 20. Yeah! Is. I, I could show you on the camera. Hang on, let me see if I. Okay. Like, you I, know, he's just upset that another one of his plans is getting foiled. See, the GM I, I can mean, trust the players. The players don't trust the GM. That's just how the game works. I, I, no, I was just so confused because this thing just thunked straight down. <laughs> it didn't bounce. It didn't roll. It just went boom. You need a 20 right now. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, that was a net 20. Okay. The dice gods uh, for total of, I think it's like a 28 or something like that to attack. Yeah. And then we're going to need oh. you to uh, use computer. Do it again, please. No, <laughs> it didn't do it again, but that's uh, uh, math. Math. <laughs> uh, 23. 23. <laughs> Buffering robot. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what are you trying to do? It's not that I can't do it. It's just that I have too many tabs open at once, so it just slows down. Which one's playing the music? I don't know. There's at least four that are playing music. This calculator is actually running off of window of Internet Explorer. <laughs> Every time I need to do math, I have to open a new tab, go into Google Calculator, <laughs> let that load, then do it instead of just typing it in. Somewhere in the back of your brain is just the. You got twenty three, right? Yeah. Yeah, the, the droid just kind of like stops. Hello. How may I assist you? Perfect. I am your superior officer. We need to get inside this facility without raising suspicion. Certainly. Right this way. And it like walks off towards, you know, an access point. Opening the fence or the wall or whatever happens to be at that point. Fence, yes. Uh, while, we were, while, I think though, while Scurvy was working on that, 
uh, Ted and Udex were stealing the Stormtroopers' armor so that they had the armor that matches the Stormtroopers currently around them. I mean, I'm dressed up like an Imperial officer because right. I can't <laughs> actually <laughs> pretend to be... Ted's yeah. got two shiny pants. Yeah, the helmet, the helmet yeah. doesn't fit. Helmet doesn't fit. But the other thing I'll do is uh, double tap these guys with a stun beam or actually just a knife to the neck. No witnesses. Great. And done. Yes, but we got the we got the armor we got the uniform and the armor off before we did that so that Ted couldn't complain about it. <sighs> you know you know he would anyway. Alright. I got something else to complain about. This one chafes. He's like, how come every piece of armor you guys give me already smells like dead guy? Okay. Okay. <laughs> if you've ever had chafing from wearing armor, you know it's no joke. That's why I don't wear it. I just don't wear pants. Also no hair. So alright. Let's do this. Great. I'm I'm over there with like brand new armor and you know monkey butt powder. So <laughs> comes in handy in more situations than you want to know. So that, <laughs> you're you're doing that like it's not you brought just to us by monkey new. cult coffee. No. Yeah, not brought to you by monkey cult coffee. That's a whole different product. <laughs> I'm just imagining. Shut up. Okay. It it's like when you get a brand new pair of pants that the seam is just a little too high. Oh. You do that like long step every now and then. Just a, a reset. You're like, eh, all right. <laughs> That's Ted every like ten steps. Just. <laughs> anyway. So there's that. So, sorry, the distortion when you, your voice went up was just just <laughs> perfect. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So yeah, he leads you up to this. You know, gets you up to the door. Yeah. You may proceed. Do they open the door for us? Yes. Brilliant. Cool. And we're we can in. Yep. All right. So inside, it, it's very clean, um, as if there are janitor droids going back and forth almost hourly. Um, polished marble floors. Nice stucco, polished marble floors, stucco walls, you know, nice high arches, lots of echoing. Very, very much nicer than the uh, worker quarters. It's too clean. Mm -hmm. Right. All right. Well, this K unit can take us to the uh, the commandant. Take us up. Take yes, us upstairs. The overseer. The overseer. Whatever. Mm -hmm. The pointy head. These imperials all choose their own titles anyway. You're not wrong. I know. I have a Star Wars podcast. I am aware of. It's a fabulous the... podcast. I love listening to it at work. Thank you. It's also where I get the best ideas for here. No. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> From listening to my podcast or at work? Both. Yeah. <laughs> we find ourselves in a lot of high security hallways. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my work, the security is if you have a badge, you know, nobody cares. It's a Catholic hospital. That's, that's Star Wars security, too. Yeah. Differences at work, we have guardrails. <laughs> the hospital is very compliant. <laughs> we passed inspection. Barely! <laughs> Anyhow, back on topic. So he leads you through. There are not many. You don't see anybody else in the building as you're walking through. 
Well, I hope this guy's not really, really weird. I mean, an Imperial Overseer being really weird? What are the odds of that? I don't know. They'll write it on his gravestone. <laughs> Alright. So, lead you into this very large, I don't know the proper architectural term for the room. Sort of an indoor garden. Arboretum. There we go. Mm -hmm. Um... Oh. Also could be a conservatory. Scurvy, I'm taking my rifle out of your rifle case. Thank you. You should know from Clint. Right. Good to go. The game. I it like four times. Oh my gosh, you're dumb. All right. And in the middle of this, there is a table set. Imperial officer is sitting there with a data pad, eating his breakfast, drinking his coffee. Quietly doing business. Greetings! Is there anyone else in the room other than the Imperial officer? Roll perception for that. I don't even know what my perception is. Uh, not great. I only got 19. We're, we're looking saying. around. I'm just going to say it could have been worse. All right, well, I'm going to go with my action, which is, hey, Overseer Aberdeen. Who are you? Boom. <laughs> Headshot. Roll it. I had questions. <laughs> I had, our job is to get information. He's got code cylinders and a computer. We're not talky people. We're hacky people. Keyboards are how we you get just, information. You just crowned an imperial officer. Like, probably not with this role, but we'll see. Uh, hang on, I got a cheat sheet around here somewhere. I mean, roles. I mean, they're very clearly surprised. Is this an advantage or something? Well, that should give him um, what you call it, uh, flat-footed. But, he somehow actually shoots himself in this maneuver. I didn't do that bad, but I didn't do great. Okay, so my base attack is seven. My dexterity is three. Um, and a point blank. That's a 15 to hit, flat-footed. You miss. What? Okay, well, I guess he gets to live. I'll try again. Bam! Oh. And now comes one of my favorite phrases, and I'm really sad Ted's not here to see. Oh no! Roll for initiative. Oh, but but no! Ah. I need to check. Do I get a Do I get a second attack real fast? Sure. Uh, nine plus seven is sixteen. Plus five. Tw does a twenty-one hit? Yes. Okay. Thank goodness. You need to back. Yes. <laughs> Unless you have the slide. Which one? Saber. Uh, 15 plus 3, 20, or 18 damage. 18 damage. Yeah. All right. So, Tim, you told us to roll for initiative. Oh, okay. Well, but, 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 I got a second hit. However, this combat is brought to you by our sponsor, Level Up Saber. <laughs> the only saber guaranteed to be better than a stick with a whole bunch of screen accurate saber hilts and custom hilts to choose from. You are sure to find the kitty swatter, I mean lightsaber, that you want. Because you too can 
get yourself into dangerous situations where you're really just grasping at straws to survive, much like we are. Anyway, level up saber! Things in the notes and stuff. All and right. So find the sabers. Do the things. Initiatives. I should have actually rolled instead of being stupid. And I rolled a nat 20. So what's your total? Uh, let's see. I'm just more happy to say I got a nat 20. Um, that's an initiative, but let's see. Let's see. That's. Uh, it's going to be high. Uh, 44. Do I have what? a plus 24 initiative? Well, I have a, in my skills initiative uh, skill bonus is an 8 plus half level plus the ability mod. That gets me up to 15 plus a 20 plus then yeah, so uh, my main page it says initiative is a 9. So I'm assuming I add that in as well. No, the, the 9 is... No, the 9 is the, the, the thing you add to it. So it'd be 29 total. Yeah. So what's the other thing? That's how you get to the nine. Yeah. So half level is five plus skill bonus plus uh, your stat. Should be about nine, maybe more, maybe ten. My well, it adds up. My initiative skill bonus is at eight. My half level is at five, and my ability mod 15. is at two. That's oh, a plus fifteen. So yeah. that's a thirty-five, which is very good initiative, and it makes sense for you. Yeah. Okay. But not a forty-four. That's too high. Well, that's why I was confused. I was like, do I add this? So, all right. This is so 35. Okay. What's your title? 21. 21. Uh, I got a 26 for initiative. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Udex, what's your dexterity? 16 plus 3. And Evan is going to take the opportunity of having the lowest initiative. Okay. Take a break. Oh, did we tie? Okay, cool. Yeah. All right, so top of the round, we have Ted. All right, so can you fill me in as to what exactly is happening here? Because I had a uh, very urgent coffee in, coffee out situation going on. <laughs> I shot the guy. <laughs> yeah, so from the uh, the entry point, you just took a shot. And, and now we're going to figure out who else is in the room. I call it a combat perception, perception check. <laughs> okay. Yes, indeed. All right. So, I mean, you can spread out a little bit. There are trees and bushes you can hide behind rather conveniently. That's weird. Yes. When was the last time we actually fought amongst trees and bushes? You're also indoors. Yeah, that's what I mean. We've. I don't think we've ever actually fought where there's trees and bushes before. This is strange. Yeah. All right, so we have no no idea what's all around us. As far as like in the rest of the building? No, I mean in in the the conservatory, our, our arboretum, whatever it's called, we don't know what, what's all around us. Uh, it's you know walkways with trees, bushes. I mean, there's some... how many how many combatants are there that we're fighting? You're only aware of Agadine. So is he still alive? Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought uh, Udex, you know, 86 him. No. No. He's got hit points and stuff. It's very boring. Okay. Um, well, I'm going to assume I have my uh, my uh, Z6 heavy repeater, and I'm going to go after him with that. Okay. Go for it. It'd be cool if you can save his 
clothes, but we'll find out. Uh, let's see. Not with a Z6. All right, remind me again. I'm sorry. Because okay. So I, I take my base attack, add that to my roll, along with... Dexterity. Yep. And a range penalty if one exists, but for you it should be zero right here. Yep. Well, my dexterity is a 15. Well, no, that means it's a, a two. dex bonus. Yeah, plus two. Oh, dex bonus. Okay. Okay. So my modifier on my dex is only a one. Uh, it should be a two with a 15. Well, I'm just going with what's on my card. Okay. So, so I use my base attack. My base attack should be the same as my level, shouldn't it? 10? Yes, because mm -hmm. you're a straight soldier. Yeah. Okay. So that's what I thought. So that needs to be changed. Okay. All right. So, yeah. So 25. 25 to hit? Yeah, that's definitely going to connect. All right. And then let's see that uh, heavy blaster is a 3d10. And then Scurvy's going to be up next. So nine, six, that's 15, and a seven. So 22. 22. All right. Uh, don't forget to also add your dexterity to damage. It would be plus two. So, yeah, well, I have a 3d10 plus one, so that makes a 23, actually. Very nice. Okay. Is that the only action you're taking is taking a shot? Are Keep you shooting. Hmm? Well, I'm assuming that we're all kind of bunched in around the door, and I'd yeah. like to unbunch. So uh, do I have uh, uh, something for cover nearby that I can move behind? Uh, yeah, there, there are some, you know, bushes. There's a low rock wall off to the right. I'll take the rock wall. Okay. So you're, you're kind of doing like a strafing run while you shoot? Yeah, I'm just kind of... I'm kind of, yeah, with, with the, you know, got the Z6 right here, just kind of moving my way over to the wall, uh, taking a shot at him, getting behind cover. Circle strafing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right, Scurvy, your turn. And then Udex will be up next. Cool. Uh, same thing, but opposite direction is Ted. So if they went left, I'm going right. Uh, but yeah, just pew pew. Okay. Uh, 13 plus da, 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 da. that's gonna be uh, 21. Mm, that will, yeah, that will hit. Cool. I need some D10s. I'm loving your camera work, by the way. <laughs> I know I have a very dedicated camera operator here. Mm hmm. Uh, not as great as it could be. 17. 17? 17 damage. Okay. Uh, and yeah, I'm trying to flank the other side just to make sure we have both halves of the, the room covered. If anything extra okay. goes off. And creating a not quite crossfire situation at the same time. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, they'll take us around to Udex. Cool. And if he survives, then Agadine's up next. Okay, cool. Let's fix that. Still alive. 
Is he still flat-footed on the couch? Uh, he hasn't had a chance to take any other actions. Okay, because I'm not rolling super hot here. Um, does a night uh, does a twenty hit him flat-footed? Yes. Cool. Oh, I'm gonna aim first. Oh, okay. So then I get another dice for uh. 27 damage. 27. And for purposes of damage threshold, his damage threshold counts as 5 lore when I shoot him. Oh, hello. Alright, well, it doesn't matter because that would put him at a negative 6. These are my Cheetos. Bam! Oh, uh, no. I'm on the condition track. And then negative 12 hit points. So, yeah. Where exactly were you aiming on him? I was aiming for his head, because I want his clothes. Okay. Ernest. Alright, so your blaster shot basically goes in one ear and out the other. Hey, hey, hey. and his eyes probably aren't cooked. Let's find out. I got a, I got a, I got a spatula. I have chopsticks. I got a spoon. <laughs> I've got a jar of dirt. I love that Ben's actually got like real chopsticks. Oh, you got the... You got the kitty assist chopsticks? Yes, because I don't know how to actually use chopsticks. I got an ice cream scoop. All right, let's do this. Mm. All right, so, code cylinders. Uh, scurvy, code cylinders. Edna, Ted, watch the door. I loot the body. Let's go. Okay. I'm going to take the cylinders. Yeah, you can have that. I can too. make copies of these on the ship. All right. So you guys have, like, moved in on the body? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so there are. It's a circular room, and you came in from one side, and there's a hallway directly across, and then one at a ninety degree angle off to the side. The opposite side of that is just looking out over. You know his his exterior gardens, his lawn, etc. And so, as you're in here, from the other two directions that you did not come in from, you hear boots. Okay, thanks, bye. Defend us. All right. I take one door. Ted uh, yeah. We're, I mean, do we have the code cylinders? Yeah. Yeah. If we leave the body with the missing code cylinders, I'm worried that they can either deactivate them or just know that we're using them. Yeah, so we take, take the body. The body. Hey, this is why you carry around a coffin all the time. Bend over. Hip. Yeah. No, I'm just gonna I'm gonna hoist it over the shoulder of our friendly uh, assassin droid. Oh, hey, okay, thanks. Bye. All right, let's go. I thought you were gonna weekend at Agadine's. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, we're gonna weekend at Bernie's this day. Don't worry, guys. We're all okay. Don't worry. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, we, we throw the body over our newly acquired friend droid. Uh, <laughs> we, we leave, we run. Okay. And hopefully there's not enough of a mess that they can assume that the, the Overseer is uh, no longer with us. Well, the important part of that is that, Ted, if you don't mind. Yep. Whoop. Thermal detonator. All right, let's go.
looks much as cleaned up. I would like not in the gardens. Why not? Because it's pretty. Throw it down one of the hallways. Whichever. Now Scurvy cares whether it's pretty. Okay. Anyway. I care about the plants. The meat bags aren't as important. The meat bags. <laughs> What's the difference between a plant and a meat bag? Tell me that as we... One's a plant and one's a meat bag. I feel like you need more software upgrades. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Anyway. So you toss the thermal to uh, cover your tracks. Is that what I'm understanding? Yeah. Cleaning up the mess. It's a smoke screen, just more violent. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm going to... Were you aiming at any place in particular, or did you just want it like, in the room somewhere? To, uh... <clears throat> somewhere where I... Yeah, I'm I'm uh, yuck it, hucking it pretty far, but <laughs> definitely violently that direction. All right, I'm gonna need you to roll for that one. Okay. Well, I I threw it. It was not a discreet yeet. It was not a discreet yeet. Hang on, I gotta do my my math here. A discreet. I, I got, I got an eleven to throw it that way. Work. Perfect. All right, go ahead, roll damage. How much damage does a how much damage does a thermal detonator do, you guys? Well, you accept sixty ten. Isn't it just like a fireball to sixty six? <laughs> I didn't ask how big the room was. Yeah, I just only have, exactly. I just only have one d six, and I don't want to roll it eight times. So. Okay. Fireball. Oh, let's see here. Thermal detonator eight d six. Oh my gosh. Eight d six of this fireball. So enjoy that eight rolls. Nine. See, that's why I just keep all of my d6s all the time. You have an entire pack of d6s. I know. Wow, this d6 sucks. Um, uh, 30. 30? That, that's pretty good. Fire all right. So, explosion goes off. You know, debris... Bits of trees, bits of marble go flying every which way, and, and you have a suitable distraction for the moment. Hooray! Yay, distraction, yay. The, the, the KX model kind of hesitates. This is not in my programming. That's a Tuesday, honey. It is in your, it is in your programming to follow orders. Follow orders. Come with us. Following orders. Thank you. <laughs> All right. So, which way are you going out? Uh, well, on the way in, we found a spot to park where there were no cameras, and I figure we may as well go right by that. And also, there should be two dead stormtroopers there. So, yeah, go out the way we came in. Yeah, but this time we can take those dead stormtroopers and put them in Scurvy's coffin box, and that way it's just a mystery. Okay. It's not that big. Yeah. It is once Edna's folded them in half. If we liquefy them. Then you, what? Okay, I'm concerned that your checklist of things to do during game is just the Geneva Convention. Ah! Mm -hmm. Hey. We never really paid that close well, attention. Well, not entirely. So why would we start now? John, we have not once abused a prisoner because we don't take prisoners. 
Yeah, if they're already dead, you can't abuse them. They're they're dead. I mean, technically, you could abuse a dead body, but <laughs> I don't think that's. I mean, that's just like, yeah, that's just taboos. No bueno. Anyway, <laughs> this palate cleanser is brought to you by TCTs. <laughs> Go to TCT.com and use code FSF50 to see where fandom meets fashion. Go get yourself some nerd merch. All right. So, <laughs> Hide your shame with a new t-shirt. <laughs> so where are you heading from there? Uh, we get back in our, our Volkswagen buggy. Uh, and we head... We... Well, I'm melon-balling the eyeballs and vibro-knifing the hands because, and putting them in a nice, clean imperial sack because it's time to go to the factory. <laughs> I'm just imagining. <laughs> got a little sandwich bag. I got him! Tupperware! He obviously uses Tupperware! Look, I... I back there in the tool shop working on these things, and I forgot to bring the cooler, and I brought my lunchbox instead. So, do you want to eat this sandwich or not? Uh, I love that we're melon balling things. Okay, let's head to the factory. As Edna eats the sandwich, there yeah. was really a sandwich, right? Yeah, there was. It was a melon and worm sandwich. That's why I had the melon baller. That sounds disgusting. I'm going to eat it anyway. Okay. <sighs> Nice. All right, so you're heading to the factory. Yes. Did you have... add the worms, or were they just in the melon because the melon was old? Did I what? Were they? Did you add the worms, or were, were they just in the melon because the melon was already old? No, I added the eggs. Ah. Yeah, so we should have everything we need to get into the factory. <laughs> plus, you know, we'll tell them we got the data. And uh, I know you enjoy Ithorian cuisine. I've seen you enjoy it before. These... <laughs> That that metal bag and the clone, they can't handle. They can't hang with how delicious it is. Wait, so so you're eating an egg salad sandwich laced with worms. No, 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 it's the eggs. No, the, the eggs became the worms. They ate the inside of the melon. Okay, okay. Uh, ask, are we going to start talking about how battle, B2 battle droids look like vending units? Because... <laughs> Do I suddenly get very smart? Okay. What are you doing? Nothing. Not you. Ow. That was loud. That wasn't loud at all. <laughs> Not to our listeners, you, we're John. sorry. We'll see if we can get a, a, a sponsor for hearing protection. <laughs> I apologize for the friends who are wearing headphones. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Ben's <laughs> like, I could hear that from Alaska. What about the headphones? Really glad that I didn't have my headphones tonight. I forgot them, so sans headphones. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So. So um, we have to break into this facility real quick. Yeah. Well, that's why Ted is wearing a suit. We've got K. Thanks. by. These bodies are now whoop in a dumpster by the side of the road, and we go in as if we own the place. Did you just call him K. Thanks. by? That's his name. Okay. K T X B Y. K thanks bye. <laughs> Did you guys? Am I the only person who learns droids' names here? Yes. Yes. Uh, all right. 
I'm I learned 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 from my full name. Yeah, I bet you don't even know what Scurvy's full name is. Nope, I know it's Scurvy. Scurvy has a name? Yes. <laughs> anyway. All right, so... Do you not know what the acronym of my name means? Nope. Not what you think. Do you want to know? We yeah, we've gone down this rabbit hole this far. Let's let's finish it <laughs> off. So out of character, I actually thought of like eight million different things that this could be, but none of them felt right. So uh, scurvy stands for super cool robot, and he's the fifth version. So still pretty early. Got it. Nice. Uh, so like he's just super cool robot, fifth super edition. Super cool robot. Fair enough. Okay. All right. So are you going to use the, the code cylinder for anything on the way there? No. Um, if we could use it on the way there, I'd like to see if we could pull up the schematics before we get there and at least have those downloaded. We already have the schematics. We have a basic map. We do not have the schematics. Where are we going to plug in the code cylinder? Because as soon as we use it, it's hot. We'll have to find a scout port somewhere inside of the factory. Yeah, we got to show up and use it and then, like, move. Yeah, we'll have to do it inside the factory. We'll have to get, gain access to the building, find the closest scomp, and go from there. Besides, we just have K-Thanks by tell us to... Lead us to where the commandant's office is. Because he needs to be reunited with his parts. Hmm. Okay. All right. So, okay, thanks. Says that he can take you to the office. Cool. Um, you pull up into the, the parking bay. Few other speeders parked here and there, uh, a couple of like personnel transports. Yeah. Uh, is is there anyone here? Have we been followed or anything, as far as we know? Not that you're currently aware of. Cool. How long would it take to sabotage like half of these speeders? I mean, it depends on how extensive you want it to be. Just uh, like, I, they won't start. Oh. Like, just oh, run through, yeah. snip some wires. Yeah. yeah. Just a matter of getting to the right spot. We don't want to blow anything up just yet. We, yep. we need to we need to keep it quiet. Okay, I'm going to do that real quick. Just, just, just. All right, cool. All right, let's go. All right. So you get inside, and... Uh, did you care if you went in on like the starship side or the, the speeder side or you know where did you want to go in? Well, we were entering through the the speeder garage basically. Okay. But I mean, as far as what they're building on that side of the building, did you have a preference? Oh, starship side. Oh, yeah. 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 They also have like a droid wing. They have small arms. They have. Yeah, we want to see what ships they're building. Maybe one that's ninety nine point nine percent done that we can take. Oh, that's good thinking. Okay. Okay. 
if all it needs is a fresh coat of paint, we could we could drive it out the lot. <laughs> yeah. We could totally just steal an Imperial Star Destroyer from this facility. Hey, hey, Pivot, we know you asked for schematics, but, but we'll, we'll do you one better. What if, what if we just got you something you didn't ask for? <laughs> Okay. I'm looking at my camera and the little T-Rex is just jamming its face up my armpit. <laughs> as long as you're both comfortable. All right, so you get in there and... It's a consensual snuggle. You know, as you see going on the... Where you are is towards the end of the assembly line. And these are slightly modified versions of TIE Fighters going through. How so? Hmm? How how are they modified? Yeah, what is the modifications that we're, we're that we can visually see? Um. Well, the main thing you notice is that instead of you know the usual wings being upright, these ones appear to be almost like laying down, like folded, or like are they strikers or are they outlanders? Uh, like strikers. Okay. Mm. So not, not a huge deal, but you know, you, you haven't encountered this one in the wild yet. Okay. Are these? Have we seen like interceptor Tie Fighters before? Or no. Not yet. Okay. So. Never mind. Okay. Okay. There are a few, like, Imperial shift workers walking by. Kind of guys you were talking mm -hmm. to. Well, surely they wouldn't recognize us in our star, our Imperial uniforms with our droid and Wookiee helpers. It's, it's so amazing how much just changing your clothes and putting some glasses on can totally disguise you. Yeah, exactly. Wait, is Ted still in Stormtrooper or did he switch to... Imperial. Uh, uh, now, you know, now you know me. Now you don't. <laughs> yeah. Ted's in armor. Udex is in uniform. Yep. All right. Well, uh, I don't know if we'd all fit into one of those, but we could all fly out of here in them. Let's uh, let's keep moving and get to the download location where we can download all this stuff into Scurvy's positronic brain. Okay. That's what he uses for data, because he uses his negatronic brain for killing. <laughs> negatronic. All I think is negaduck. I've been watching too many cartoons. But Don't kill him. If you kill him, you won't learn nothing. Yes, Jason. Yes. It's, cr it's technically crochet. Yes, she's corrected me once. She's crocheting. Thank you very much. Yes, and yes, Tim does look grown up because beards are the push-up bra for men. A distinguished push-up bra, and nothing yes. else. Yes, it's fancy. Yeah. All right. So you locate the uh, the supervisor's <laughs> office. The yes. Office. Um. <laughs> uh, all the things I thought would be said about my beard. Calling it a distinguished push-up, bro, was not on my bingo card. So, okay. You're welcome. 
Anyhow. So you, you do find the uh, yeah, you do. office. Yeah, you do. Shut up. Yeah, you, yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, supervisor office, what? Yep. And there's a very tired-looking person, human, sitting there just... <sighs> okay, what is it now? Imperial Audit Team, clear the way. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I did. I did not expect this at all. I. I That's I, the I, point. It's a surprise audit. Okay. Surprise. Do you need anything from me? Yeah. Get out. <laughs> right away, sir. <laughs> you already take up too much time. <laughs> too easy. The moment, the moment they leave the room and the door closes, I just look at Udex and just. How did that work? <laughs> hey, you wouldn't let me paint you. You would know. You would know how fun it is. <laughs> Although, I agree with you now because this uniform is lousy for pockets. I need an over-the-shoulder coffin to hold my delightful activities. Anyway, what's in here? I, okay. <laughs> I'm gonna plug in the this, the code cylinder because the first thing I want to do is give the Tortuga free reign to fly around. Okay, that's a good idea. I like that. That way, if everything goes completely wrong as I expect it will, uh, we can just call our ship to show up, and they won't get shot down the moment it moves from the the landing platform. Just erase it. Erase it from the radar. Make yeah, it, make got, it invisible. Weird free clothes. Yeah, good idea. Yeah, All right, do it. We're on the. We're on the. Everybody's changing clothes. Full makeover. Which would be, which would be better, deleting it from the radar so they can't see it, or just giving it free access to fly around, like give it some kind of security clearance so they can move around. I I think I think giving it the free access is probably the better because we're gonna if we give it. If we clear it right now, it's going to get picked up later. This way, if we get picked up later, if we ever have to come back to Corellia for any reason, we have free access. Depends on if they notice that later, but we leave it in your capable mandibles or manipulators. We have multiple transponder signals. If oh, this yeah. one gets flagged, we could just destroy it. So the one that we're currently running, I'm going to give like the highest security clearance that the code cylinder allows me to get. Okay. Uh, I'm going to need you to roll for that. Cool. Oh, that's not as cool as I want it to be, but let's find out. We wanted to be Darth Vader level permissions, and we got Fifth Brother permissions. <laughs> Ouch. We're probably uh, probably this was just used computer. Anymore. Yep. Uh, 23. Not as high as I would like, but still high enough. All right. And it's going to take you about 10 minutes to convince the computer to do that, but sure. So long as it's doable. Yeah. All right. So while he's working on that, what are you guys doing? Uh, downloading all of the... Our, we're in, like, the, the head honcho's office, right? Yeah. I'm okay. assuming there's only one door in, one door out, correct? Correct. There is right. a, a private bathroom off to the side. Okay, so... Just the one private bathroom. I want to clear the private bathroom, make sure nobody's in there. Edna's and taking the good toilet paper. 
Well, yeah. Ooh, four ply. <laughs> we've, got, we've, we've got that one ply left over from Cato Nemoidia. I want the good stuff. So, well, okay, but you it's can like tell that public the, school toilet paper that you can see through. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. And you see the... I mean, it's still an Imperial-run factory, and you can tell how much the place cares about their, their workers by the toilet paper. So in one of the standard staff there. stalls, okay. it's the, like, not even paper kind of paper. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's an old Sears catalog. It's like, uh, well, I'm, I'm downloading the computer, and if I can't download the computer, I'm taking the computer and putting okay. it inside Scurvy's convenient box. All right. Go ahead and roll right, for yeah, it. Yeah, so I, I want to check the bathroom, make sure that there's nobody in there, uh, and then basically go back onto guard duty at the door. Alrighty, using a handy dandy program loaded up in my sonic screwdriver, I got a 30 or 29 to download. I do love how Udex is what if the doctor was just as chaotic but totally down with murder? <laughs> He's just bad at math. <laughs> I guess just because he has numbers. It's mm -hmm. a, numbers depend on the context, right? Is four a lot? Murders? No. <laughs> okay, twenty nine. Um, no. Oh boy. Trying to figure how I want to say this. Do you want to spend a force you point? Succeed. Do I what? Do you, want to, do you want to spend a force point? Oh dear. Uh, sure. What does that do? Add a d six. Uh, at this point, I think it's 2d6. Okay. Uh, that gives me 38. Okay. Yeah, it, it's going to take you, um, I mean, you're going to be there for a while. So, oh, oh dear, this is actually locked. Yeah. This is actually a lot of data, too. Uh-huh. Oh, boy. Yeah. Okay. Uh, good luck. Have fun. Defending us from mm -hmm. uh, probably 422 stormtroopers. No, sorry, 420. We killed two already. <laughs> yeah, right. While I'm while I'm giving access to the Tortuga, can I see if any security has been activated? Yeah, actually, the, there is a security alert started around the uh, the overseer's compound, and it's mm -hmm. uh, you know flagging throughout the entire city. No. Can I deactivate the security alarm? You can certainly try. Cool. I'm yeah. going to certainly try. Can he do that while he's doing other stuff? Um, well, we'll say these are concurrent tasks. Okay. Yeah, I'm basically just waiting for the, the ship security to process. Mm -hmm. Not like actively hitting buttons on that one. Yeah. Uh, I, I have all of my my dice are the infinity stones. Cool. I'm going to use the mind stone for this one. Do big brain moves. That's not terrible. I, I am okay with that. And this is use computers, so that is a 27. 27. Wait, is that a 27? Yeah, it's a 27. Okay. Math. Mm, math. Okay. Yeah. At least it's not reverse math. It could be reverse math. 
Uh, yeah. I mean, it, it takes a few more minutes, uh, but thankfully Udex is still working on his download. But you will be able to shut off the security. Before it gets to us? Yeah. Be between you and the ship at the very least. So, you know, there go my automated turrets. Anyhow. Sweet. Yeah, we'd, we'd like to be able to leave the planet. Thank you. Yeah, bye-bye, turrets. All right. I think they were in the room. So, while you're working on all this... What's that? Go ahead. Never mind. Nope, don't want to give you any ideas. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> nope, nope. What were you saying? But while you're working on your downloads and disabling security and checking the toilet paper and, you know, looking for snacks in the drawers, I guess, probably. Because who doesn't keep snacks in their office? I mean, this dude's, like, high-end imperial. I bet in his personal desk there's a drawer that just has, like, a liquor cabinet built in. I would like to find that one, please. Yeah. Also has, you know, the, the fancy snacks, you know, the... The, the Wookiee equivalent of cashews and, you know. Are there cucumber sandwiches? There are no cucumber sandwiches. Damn. No. <laughs> so, but while you're doing all of this, there, there's a, a polite knock at the door. Okay. Hey, boss? Uh, you're not the boss. Udex, this is up to you. I'm busy. Imperial audit. Audit. I'm okay. I will see myself out. Please forgive the interruption. Um, I hope you have a very nice day. Oh. Why didn't I Are they actually going to just walk away? I, I'm very involved in trying to steal this data, so I have no idea. Uh, um, um, I think Edna needs to follow person out the door and then very discreetly grab them by their face and pull them back inside the office. Okay, I'm going to need your roll for that. <laughs> what am I rolling? <laughs> uh, it's a melee attack. 16 is what I wrote a roll. And then with the stuff and the math. Alright, so... Because I, I don't remember what the stuff in the math is. Right. So, you can kind of reach up and like grab him around the face. Is that it? So he doesn't scream. Right. And then just like pull him into your chest, drag him back into the office. Yeah, one big Wookiee mitt right over the right over the mouthpiece, and just right. That I mean, the the Wookiee hand would probably cover the entirety of the head. <laughs> yeah, more than likely. <clears throat> they just see darkness. And don't distract me with that. Just throw him in the bathroom and like knock him out or something. Or just Got it. Give make him sure a to take any communicators. Give give him a swirly. Stupid hair people. <laughs> oh, all Am I right, scurvy. Hair is for losers. So, so I yes, I have grabbed him by his face, pulled him back in, shut the door, the door, taken him into the office, and went to give him a swirly and accidentally slammed his head too hard into the toilet, and he might be unconscious now. Face down in the toilet. Nice. Well, I had to short out the communicator somehow. That's one way. Okay. Yeah, he could have just taken it off his body. He didn't have to short it out, but yep. Because now we can't listen in on the comms, but also you just whacked this dude's head into porcelain. 
Well, you can absolutely listen on the con. It's a button on the desk. Just press that green button. Just, and then I just lock and shut the bathroom door. Oh, is somebody pushing that button? The communicator button? I yeah. find Is it blinking button. like someone's trying to message? No. Should we push the button anyway? Yes. Right. I cautiously turn on the comms. Yeah. It's not a red button, so I'm not worried about it. It was a green button, so that's that's scary. And if I remember correctly, you took the overseer's body and tossed it in a dumpster with the dead stormtroopers, right? Correct. Because yeah. that's where it's supposed way, to be. Yeah. Way, far away from Halfway the across facility. Now. Yeah. But we also took his eyeballs and his fingerprint. <clears throat> Which turns out we don't need, so we could leave the lunchbox here, too. The lunchbox. As long as, it's, as long as it doesn't have a label on it that says... Well, obviously it doesn't, otherwise it I, would have brought the, I would have brought the organ container instead of the lunchbox if they if, were labeled. If lost, return to Udex. And that's why we have our little baggie of eyeballs. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the, the previous eyeballs are in the other box. Well, exactly. So your download completes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Hey! Got it! I got it. I got it. Let's go. Okay. Did wait, did all of scurvy stuff go through? Yeah. yeah Ship has security clearance. We we're good to bring it in. Yeah. What did the what did the pushing of the green button do? What did the com do? Oh, uh so they they did eventually find the uh the individuals that you disposed of in the dumpster. Mm-hmm. And that is creating a new level of panic. Okay, okay. we should get out the on the chatter. Um okay. Uh, hang on, hang on. I got this. Okay. <clears throat> this is the Imperial Auditor. Send all forces to the scene of the crime. All right, let's go. Make a persuasion check. <laughs> <laughs> this might be terrible. It might be! Oh, wait, but... Mm, okay. How good is your persuasion? It's an... I, I got a 19. Really? I have a plus five. That's not bad. Does he need help? We're so gonna die. What are you gonna do, Aurora? Adam? I have a voice box translator thingy. <laughs> well, then back I, me up. Because obviously sounding like Doug from Up would be more convincing. <laughs> then, then back me up and say that the Admiral is also saying this or something. I don't know. Uh, uh, we don't have... Uh, everything's perfectly all right now. We're fine. We're all fine here. Thank you. H how are you? <laughs> how, how, John, how boring is this conversation? <laughs> oh, auditor. Oh, which quadrant are you in? Bob. Say you're from the ISB. Sorry, which quadrant am I in? Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter. It's a surprise audit. You're not supposed to know where we are. Yep. Yeah, the... I'm just, once again, repeating the previous auditor command. Head to the scene of the crime. I want this found immediately. We're, we're, um... Uh, okay. okay. <laughs> uh, right away, sir. Final <laughs> closing. Run for it! <laughs> Let's get out of here. Okay. I'm gonna have the ship come to us. Okay. So we don't have to run cross town to get to it. 
Right. I mean, well, Zap would still be in it. Okay. So. Oh yeah, Zap is still on the ship. Yeah. He's molting again. So we just we just ping Zap and just be like, please bring the ship. Okay. And don't we also have those other security droids on the ship, or yeah. do we leave them on the ill-gotten gains? Ooh. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember. Kyle or whatever his name was too. Kyle's still around. <laughs> Why is Kyle still around? Is he still alive? You haven't dropped him off anywhere. Wait, did anybody remember to feed Kyle? <laughs> yeah, Gormunda did. Oh, good. We still have Gormunda too. Okay. Yeah, we we still have our we still have our cook. Yeah. We have the two security droids. We have a third security droid now. Yeah, and you can't forget about your Rodian mechanic back on Dantooine. Wall. Yeah. Anyway. We have a whole crew. Yeah. I've got a list Wait, no, we we forgot the mechanic, didn't we? They're still on Dantooine. Yeah, I don't think so. Oh, maybe yeah. Yeah, no, but we he's had okay. to we had to abandon Dantooine. Remember? But that's yeah. our that's our base. The mechanic is at our base, right? Yeah. But didn't the base get blown up? Or yeah, something? the base got raided. Yeah, the the base is no longer a thing. That's that's. <laughs> There's a little bit of the base over here. There's a little bit of the base over there. <laughs> oh, there's a little bit of the mechanic over there and a little bit of the mechanic over there. The 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 base is more like Alderaan at this at these you know nowadays. But lovely space Switzerland. Right, we had, it hasn't been blown up yet in our timeline. So that's right. Okay. <laughs> what a threatening joke. This base is like the, your house, not blown up yet. <laughs> Oh, yes, once again, going through the Geneva Convention looking for ideas. All right, so Zap brings the ship over. How rough is this landing? I don't like that. No, I don't like that. Roll again. Take the better option. <laughs> I don't know if he has that talent. Um, he's, he's, he's a good, he's a good pilot. He is. No, Zap is a good pilot. Still not great. Okay, he gets down low enough and like lowers the boarding ramp. Doesn't actually park. That's fine. We don't want it in park. It takes too long to shift again. Yeah, we just like only because the clutch is sticky. Yeah, and the clutch wasn't sticky until somebody decided to start messing with it. I know what that was because it's honestly here, and uh, we need to talk about it. All right, so we climb aboard the ship. You're telling me the clutch is jammed with Wookiee fur. I am telling you the clutch is jammed with Wookiee fur. Why does this ship even have a clutch anyway? <laughs> I don't know. You're the one who said it. All right, guys. Not not gonna lie. I thought you said Wookiee fur. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Good to see you, Zap. Let's get out of here. Okay. Oh, we no, forgot no. to forgot to blow the place up. Well, it was schematics or explode, but I could just set the. Like the reactors to overheat or something from this panel, probably. There you go. If you can, then make it so. Overload them and let's go. Can I do that from this panel? In the ship? No, no, no. From the from the panel in the office. Oh, we want to retroactively office panel. Yeah, all we need to do is hit the button. Retroactively do it, right? Yeah. It has like. The dude has three buttons. One is crackers, one is yell at someone, and one is self-destruct. So just press all of them and let's go. Are they goldfish crackers? I don't know. Am I able to do that? Um, yeah, you can try it. Okay. Get a one. 
I mean, I'm I'm bound to get one eventually. No, that's not bad. Uh, twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. Yeah. Oh no, uh, twenty-eight. It was a fourteen plus fourteen. Twenty-eight. All right. I can do math. I swear. Um, yeah, that command for some reason does not go through. No! So mm. uh, security buffer. Yeah, it makes sense. Well, you don't just want we some needed the schematics. Blow up the whole place. <sighs> Such a bummer to not blow something up, though. Do we have any, like, proton torpedoes or something? Yeah, because we got guns on the ship, don't we? We still got explodies on the ship that we could drop on our way out. One, all right, let's do like one strafing run and then get out of here. One good strafing. Just drop like a, one of the several crates of thermal detonators down the smokestack. Yeah, all right, let's do that. That would actually work confetti. out really well. Yeah, Just start yeah. sprinkling them like confetti. Well, okay, I mean, we've, got, we've got what, three crates back there? Yeah. yeah. So yeah, let's let's toss one whole crate of thermal detonators down there. Uh, uh, Ted, let's Is do this. there a smokestack equivalent? Just... Now that we have the schematics, can we look to see if there's, like, the Death Star torpedo tube for this base? Honestly, it doesn't matter. At this point, it's just a cluster munition. Let's go! Because if one area explodes, I think it's going to lead over to other things, because it's going to be like a, a chain reaction, because there's so many things that are close, explodable there. Uh, pre precision is great, but... I'm also just imagining it like a power plant... I do get one part of it to explode, and the rest of it's gonna. Yeah, just gonna keep going. It's gonna experience problems. So let's 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 experience some problems on this thing. Yeah. So, with schematic, can we find a little smokestack just to push this thing down, or is it just drop it where we can? There is sort of a, a central like power distribution hub. Yes. Scurvy, you're stronger than I am, aren't you? I actually don't know. Let me check. Edna's got a pretty darn good I strength. Think I am. Uh, My strength score is a 13. I have a strength of 14. You are all literally twice as strong as me. All right, yeah, well, then I'll fly. Technically stronger than the droid, too. That, make, that makes sense. All right, Edna, Scurvy, go push this crate out. Uh, Ted, man the guns. I'm flying out. I'm the gun. Once we get close enough, just... Well, we should like pop it open so that as we push it, they scatter as well. And yeah. then you gotta press red, red, blue, red, red, blue, red, red, purple, and then they're all activated. And then you I'm should pray. It'll be fine. I'll just, I'll just put a remote detonator in the box itself, so when it all crashes into the ground, that'll set off, and it'll set them all off at once. Okay, solid plan. Let's do that. All right, go for it. All right, so it's down it's the tube. Well. All right, so need a pilot check and then two strength checks. Pilot check. I use the power stone for this. That boop, boop, boop. natural twenty. Of course, Thir thirty-eight. Gone. <laughs> Gone. Yeah. I also got a natural twenty. All right, and then <laughs> come on, get a third nat twenty. You got, you got the ace of spades over there? I got a six. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Okay. But I have a 16 for my strength, so I, it's a plus three modifier. I should be okay-ish. Uh, yeah, okay. 
So you got a nine. It's kind of like when when your kid is helping you push a car. Mm -hmm. And it's like, woo! So it actually spins the box and it spreads the it spreads the thermal detonators in a wider pattern. We don't want it to spread. We want it to go down the tube. Look, it's all collateral damage at this point. Yeah. So, as you're flying away and this crate full of thermal detonators open starts kind of tumbling and spinning, you know, are you going to like keep the hatch open so you can watch the devastation? Theoretical? I think no, I flew well enough there. you could, but yeah. Okay. I mean, I... I magnet lock my feet to the the hatch just to stand there and watch the carnage. Okay. Yeah, I think we just want to get out of there. All right. So, yeah, they start hitting, going up, damaging the building, falling further inside. Fire, smoke. Lots of bad things happen into that building. I play a song of my people, the 1812 Overture. All right, let's go. <laughs> I thought you were going to do Fortunate Son. No. I was imagining Run to the Hills by Iron Maiden. That's also a good choice. Run to the hills. Yeah, okay. Really bad rendition. Sorry, honey. All right. So, kicking off into space, because you managed to flag yourselves as a friendly in their systems. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. By the time they figure out that you're not a friendly, you've already broken atmosphere. Yeah. Good. <laughs> Catch me now, coppers. <laughs> and you hear the comm chatter with the, wait, the ship that just left. That's not really one of ours. After them. Run, run faster you can. You can't catch me. I'm the gingerbread man. So that Into the transponder, that transponder is burnt. And <laughs> let's hit hyperspace. All right. Where are we going? We'll wait till we meeting point away. Okay. Random nearby system that doesn't take too long of a jump. Switch transponder codes. Bounce to our actual location or to our actual destination. I mean, yep. where were we supposed to meet up with? Uh, pivot. 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 Turning point. What? <laughs> Uh, so we're, yeah, so are we meeting up, or are we just sending them the info? Um, probably just sending them the info. Are, are you going to dig through any of this, or are you just going to dump it all towards them? Can I make a copy? Uh, yeah, I can. I can dig through it while we're sending it, and just two copies. We have the original; they have the the transmitted one. Okay. It's like he's faxing it. So. Yeah. Yes. Space facts. Well, I'm sending it in an email. Which makes just as much sense as normal faxing. Yes. Uh, so, what am I rolling to dig through all this stuff? Um, I mean, that, that would be... A reason to be stuck in the 20th century. That's what you're searching for. <laughs> I mean, theoretically, fax machines were in the 19th century, so... Yeah, they're from... They're old. They're almost yeah. as old as cocaine. It's actually possible that a samurai sent Abraham Lincoln a fax. Well, no, that's a telegraph. That's different. No, it's fax. It's it's very old. Really? Yeah. 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 Hang on. 
must know this. This little ADHD break is brought to you by Monkey Cult Coffee, the thing that fuels our ADHD. Oh, yes. <laughs> Go to monkeycultcoffee.com and use code FSF10 at checkout for your order. All right. Yes. So while you're going they through... Were in the first recognizable version wasn't built until 1964. I feel like we can discuss this later. <laughs> that being said, the first facsimile would be 1863. Boom. So there was a whole 101 years between what we can barely consider a fax machine and actual fax machine. Camera stopped freaking out. The camera just went. Whoa. Dustin's not wrong. Real life timeline. You're really not. Like, it's He's 2024, pretty, pretty and I'm pretty sure last week was 2019. And I, yeah. Mm -hmm. No, our kid's five now. What? Yeah. Almost five and a half. Yeah. Anyway, so while digging through all this, you find one, one section where, for some reason, you could copy the files, but you can't access them. Mm. Whatever. Yeah. Solve it. I'm That's accessing it. them. That's a problem. I'm hacking into it more. What am I? What do I need to do for this? Oh, uh, it would again be used computer. It's not great. It's eighteen. I rolled a four. Yeah. Well, all you can see is the name on the file. What's the name on the file? Um, Project Doomslayer. <laughs> <laughs> you listen to my podcast. I do. <laughs> <laughs> I then spent two days looking for the actual one in Star Wars. Anyway. Oh, what? Project Doomslayer? <laughs> All I'm hearing in my head right now is just rip and tear until yeah, it's done. Exactly. I'm oh, scared. Right. Yeah, you guys managed to get through all that pretty easily. Whoop, whoop. Oh. To your own dismay. Yeah. So... I'm so sorry, Joe. From, from uh, Pivot with the thank you for your hard work. We'll be in touch. Did we get any credit? Kind of, uh, hello? Did, did we get money? Did we get paid? Um, well, There's we no compensation for this? Are we uh, being good rebel citizens? Yeah, this is, you, pause. is this worth like one A-wing? We can discuss it. Also, you, didn't you guys steal a bunch of financial records from some like criminal types last session? No. Also, yes. 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 When okay. someone yes, asks if you stole a bunch of financial records, you say yes. No, the the old guy on the meteor, we stole his bank account information, but never actually dipped into the bank account. Well, let's dip into we that wanna... bank account. Yeah, let's get some money. Yeah, let's let's clear let's clear their funds and. Uh, Pivot's oh, like, aren't you guys okay. already flush? I heard you guys stole a bunch of stuff. We're like, oh yeah, we forgot about that. Oh, Allow us to donate part of it to the rebel cause because we're good rebel citizens. Oh, are we tithing to the rebels now? It depends on how much we get paid uh, or how much is in the financial records. Four point five. Well, I thought we wanted to buy that uh, oh. the yeah, carrier, no, right? Wait, yeah, we do. In his financial records. Enough! 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 We have enough to go buy a new ship. We have, we have enough to tie. We have enough to tie. Hang on, hang on. I open up the bank account. How many zeros? 
Um, it's a four, a five, and then five zeros. A four point five large. So not nearly as much as I would think. Five million credits. Yes, that's what he's saying. Giggity. How, how much is the ship we were looking at before? One and a half with bells and whistles and the spine-mounted mass driver cannon that will definitely kill orphans each time it fires. So we're definitely getting. So we could get two technically, right? Or that we can dock other ships into the Venator class would dock other ships into. Uh, no, we're not doing a Venator. We're doing a blockade runner, but or a Pelta class, but we're getting it full on with a hangar, so we can fit at least four starfighters in there and a bunch of vultures that Scurvy wants to fly, despite the fact that they're woefully obsolete because they are funny. Their main thing is in numbers. If we have the entire top of our ship covered in vulture droids, just by sheer numbers, they're going to be more dangerous. Okay. Anyway, uh, so let's uh, let's start a rebel cell. Let's get some people working for us. Let's get a base. Let's get the blockader. Let's talk to Pivot and see what we can buy because base we that doesn't want to. This time? Yeah. Oh wow. We yes. We do, we do have some staff right now. Yeah, we yeah. got we we can pay them. Where's Kevin or what's his name? Oh. Kyle. Kyle, hey, Kyle Kevin, you know, whatever. Kevin's his brother. Kyle Tawani. His brother that we didn't save from the fish things. Uh we have to buy an astromech just to basically run the ship while we're not physically there. I mean we're with 4.5, we're going to get a whole time to go and start a whole cell. So I can put together some, uh, I can put some, some money together here. We also get to keep our luxury shuttle. Yeah, so we could put the ill-gotten gains to Tortuga. We could put them both inside our new ship, right? Yeah, because we'll, we'll, uh, we'll have a base. The Tortuga will have to dock. It's too big. But the mm. bay will hold eight fighters, and so we can get yeah, I already worked out all the costs. All right, so we can we can at least dock the Tortuga. We're good there. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah. All and right. then this is also enough to buy some A-wings, B-wings, X-wings, whatever we want. Mm -hmm. All right, so I got a feeling you guys are going to be sending me some shopping lists uh, before next session. Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah. yes. Yeah. I got to do I math. Will, I will send, oh, man. I will send Sam my list. <laughs> all right. I want, I want to see if we can at least get 20 Vulture Droids just as swarm tactics. Okay. They're they're technically obsolete, so they gotta be cheaper. Yeah. But they're also good for space, air, and land combat. No, Can we I, make I sure boom. Things are gonna go boom. Can we make sure too that we have a um a, a med bay that's cybernetic surgery? Compatible. Yeah, we're we're gonna get a, a decent enough uh, medical bay and droid bay built into this thing with the amount of money we have. Yeah, absolutely. And can I get idea. can we get a med droid too? <laughs> yeah, sure. You can get an A one. We can get a lot of droids, you guys. The droids are yeah. not the problem. Yeah, we'll we'll be fine with the money that we already have plus what we just got out of the old dead dude's account. We're we're, we're more than flush. Can mm -hmm. I get a virtual yeah, graphic doctor as well? No. That happens to Please state the nature of your medical emergency. 
I would like one that looks like Robert Picardo, please. Oh, yes. He just straight up is. Okay. Guys, we do have a, I do have a very important question, which is what do we name this thing? Maybe oh, no. Show. I don't know. I want to, I want to speak about that one a moment. Okay. Yeah. We have the Tortuga. We have the ill-gotten gains. What was the name of your, uh, your fighter, Udex? What's, I know, I know I had a name, but I normally just make these things up on the spot. So there's no guarantee it's the same name I said before. Yeah. I'm not worried about we'll, I'm not worried we'll about, filter uh, through the archives. Yeah. I'm not That's worried a good about name. naming it tonight. Let's let's sleep on that. I wanna we'll give uh Zap a chance to vote on ship name as well the next session. Mm-hmm. So if you Zap again. All right. Yes. Great success, team. So we didn't so die. I had fun. That we're done. Uh, that was that the end of our two right. more hours. Two My more hours. <laughs> I cannot. I cannot marathon Lord of the Rings extended editions anymore. Do you want my pillow? No. All right, guys. Before we uh, wrap this up here, we do have a couple of quick reminders yeah. for all y'all. Yes, we do. So last week, our guest was voice actor Matt Lucas, the original voice of the animated Anakin Skywalker in the 2003, I'm not saying that, version of Star Wars Clone Wars. Yankee <laughs> Tartakovsky. Tartakovsky. Yeah. That, that thing. That words. Brain no wordy. Brain no wordy wordy anymore. <laughs> and so we talk about... Uh, we talk about being a Star Wars alumni, what it means to him, how he landed the job of being the voice of Anakin until Matt Latner took over in the 2008 Clone Wars series, and much, 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 much more. There were lots. It was of a really, it was a really fun episode, and you can still find that video uh, on our YouTube channel or listen on your favorite audio podcast provider. Hey, hold on, uh, this one upcoming... second, Ben. Oh, ben. Uh, oh. Do you want to yeah, take your voice modulator thing you're offer? Oh, now I still have it on. Yeah, you did a little bit. Do you, Oops. Do you just, I like, hit the off button. In your head? I hit the off button, and I think I hit it too quick, and it turned it back on. Whoa. So, <laughs> either way, uh, it was a great episode. Uh, I, I unfortunately was not there, but it was still so much fun to watch. Uh, really fun with that. Uh, but you can uh, find that on our YouTube and audio cut. Audio podcast providers. I can't talk now. Look what you've done to me. You're welcome. <laughs> but this upcoming part. Friday, we share an interview with John Blingsley. Uh, or Billingsley. Billingsley. Oh my god, I can't read. I'm dying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're Dr. Flox from Star Trek Enterprise. Go check that out. It's great. I promise. I'm I'm sick. That's why I'm dying inside. I'm sorry. There was so much chaos in this episode. Yeah, it's a wonderfully chaotic, fun episode. Uh, one of the things you'll find with John Billingsley is, and I said this on a uh, Twitter post uh, for an event that he's working on, um, that John is unhinged in all the best ways possible. He and super I, is. Yeah, and he, he, John is just an absolutely amazing guy. Now, one of those events that we talked about is what we talked about here in the beginning on the screen. Back to it real quick. Right there, Trek Talks. So Trek Talks 3 comes out on uh, January 13th. You see it right there. It'll be streaming live on YouTube. You can find out more about it on trektalks.net. This event is is Star Trek themed. It supports the Hollywood Food Coalition. 
Now, John talks to us about why this event is so big and it means so much to him, why he's he supports Hollywood Food Coalition so so strongly, everything that he does. Uh, but there's going to be a ton of really cool Trek guests on this show. You'll see, uh, of course, John Billingsley and, and uh, Bonnie Gordon, who's the voice of the ships, uh, uh, the ship on uh, Star Wars or Star Trek Prodigy. Uh, they are the host of the show. Uh, and then, but you'll see guests like Jonathan Frakes, Michael Dorn, Jerry Ryan, Todd Stashwick, Tawny Newsome, Doug Jones, Brent Spiner. I could keep going. They're literally, the whole rundown is there at trektalks.net. Please go check that out. The show is being put together. Now, we're not part of the Trek Talks team, but we are we are supporting this uh, because it's important to our guests. And it's just a really cool uh, uh, charity and what they're doing. Uh, but yeah, Trek Talks, uh, uh, trekmovie.com, Roddenberry Podcast, and Trek Geeks are the ones that are putting this together. Again, please go to trektalks.net and check that out um uh for the january 13th and of course we did uh you know with john we do talk about uh star trek as well with him and not just the the trek talks but trek as well the show that he was on star trek enterprise uh so you're not going to want to miss that by the way there's some fantastic we talked about how chaotic it was there's some fantastic behind the scenes stuff that's going to go up on patreon phenomenal i love john can i just say too that when he was talking about his wife and then who he, he went he mentioned what who his wife was and I had this like absolute brain breaking moment. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I was yeah. So that episode comes out on the twelfth, which is the day before Trek Talks, and then uh, we'll be talking a lot about this over the next coming week. Uh, but you'll be able to find this uh, with early access on our Patreon channel for as little as three whole George Washingtons a month. That's audio and video, both available. It's a pretty good deal. And if you want to bump up to the $10 a month level, you can watch the really fun behind-the-scenes stuff, which is, frankly, in my opinion, well worth the fun. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, check that out. It's, uh, it's a good time there. And, uh, yeah. But uh, there's some really cool stuff coming up on Patreon. So you'll see that Patreon either the, either posted tomorrow night or early Wednesday morning. We, we try to get it out a little bit early uh, for the early access. And then the behind-the-scenes stuff will come out on Friday, the same day as the episode releases uh, on, our, on our show. So, um, yeah. So check that out. We're really proud of, of this interview and the, the work that John Billingsley and all the rest of the people are doing with Trek Talks. Uh, it's a fantastic group. Like I said, we're not part of the team, but we are happy and proud to support this event. I do uh, know, real- I do need to take some advice from John Billingsley, and I do need to find myself a Harvard t-shirt so that people think I'm smart. Exactly. That was one of the best pieces of advice he gave us. Wear, <laughs> I mean, I already kind of do that. Colleges. Yeah, wear t-shirts from smart colleges and people think you're smart. So, go uh, ahead. I have a, uh, a college hoodie that I've had since I was probably like 12 never actually gone to the college there you go but everyone always assumes that i have because i have that sweater i'm like I, nope. right? there you go so uh hey just real quick sam we didn't give you the opportunity earlier because i forgot but remind everybody where they can find your amazing podcast growing up skywalker you can find me and my fiance's 
uh, podcast, Growing Up Skywalker, wherever you get your podcasts. We are going through all of the Star Wars canon works in in in-universe chronology. We are about halfway through Rebels Season 2. And uh, join us for that. It's really fun. I've seen it all a bunch of times, and Anna's never seen any of it. So it's her surprise and me being wise. It's a lot of fun. Very good. All right, guys, that is going to wrap it up for us here on the FSF podcast. Thank you so much for uh, joining and enjoying our nerdery. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Bye. Copyright 2024 FSF podcast. Reference any specific product or entity mentioned on this podcast does not constitute an endorsement or recommendation by FSF podcast. The views expressed by guests are their own, and their appearance on the program does not imply an endorsement of them or any entity they represent. If you have any questions about this disclaimer, please contact us via email at info at fsfpopcast.com.